1: You are listening to Any Given Sunday, a part of the Dead End Podcast Network. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all other podcasting services. Please make sure you check out Dead End Hip Hop, Dead End Sports, Dead End Gaming, Is the Mike Still On?, Chris Platt's Strictly Hip Hop and Hoops Talk, and a host of other shows on our podcast network. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the show. My guest this week the host of the Gray Area Podcast, which is available on all podcast networks, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Google, anywhere where you can find podcasts for free. This person is available in his show. He does a dope show. Uh, he's been a guest on this podcast uh, before and uh, in a different iteration. when We was TFP now back here on ags what's good mr ray jarvis what's going on man what's
2: going on bro pleasure to be on you know first half nba talk this is this is my pocket i'm excited
1: no doubt no doubt i had to bring you back on uh, i think the last time you were on was october i think we were previewing yeah, the nba season yeah. so it's it's, yeah, a, it's a good it's a good little book there you know bring you on oh yeah, oh yeah. at the halfway point to to talk some nba uh i gotta ask you first question though man uh are you are you still of the age where you get excited about the All Star Game and All Star Game weekend? Because I, I gotta say, for me, it's just kind of meh.
2: To be completely honest, I haven't really cared about the All Star Game itself since the players decided to treat it like trash. Mm-hmm. So you know, really, you know, I would say since like. The LeBron era guys kind of got into their primes and they just became them just jogging up and down the tour alley oops and not playing actual basketball. I started to care less because it's a little, the crowd is, even when you watch the games, the crowds are virtually silent. The most, most of the, with the exception of a nice dunk, it's not really any excitement anymore.
1: So, yeah, there's no atmosphere. I stopped caring. Yeah, yeah, there's just, just no atmosphere. It's, um, the way I would classify it, it's not appointment television like i'm not i'm not breaking off a date with wifey because the all-star game is on or i'm not like not doing something that i need to do because the all-star game is on like if i'm home there's nothing else to watch the weather's crappy on a february night like i'll put it on in the background like oh shit that's a nice dunk like oh this was a nice kicks like but other than that like i'm not really paying attention to it like i feel like
2: the last all-star game that was really like Appointment viewing, like the last time I really cared was I think the one in Phoenix when Shaq and Cole was on the the first time. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the last All-Star game that was like, I would say was really good. And then it went downhill from there. I think 2011, the last one in Staples was pretty. It's pretty solid, you know. But beyond that, eh, whatever, you know.
1: Yeah, the I'm, one, I'm the same God, way. A
2: few years ago, it would have been popping, but the one in the garden was kind of crap. The uniforms are generic because the, the, the this contract was dead, so they didn't care about whatever the uniform was going to be. It was just like whatever, bro.
1: Yeah, it was it was trash. I mean, honestly, I pay attention more to storylines and the All Star game, right. like Kobe's last game, you know, All Star game, or you know, etcs last All Star game or whatever, like you know, Shaq and Kobe on the same team for the first time, right. that sort of thing.
2: About D-Wade's
1: last All-Star game? No, I, I, D-Wade's not on that level, man. Like, look, I, I'm a, I'm a D-Wade fan. I love the guy. Right. He's a great player. One of the greatest players to ever play the game. No doubt. I would never disrespect Dwayne Wade like that. Like, oh, of course not. But he's okay. not. But is he an icon? Is, is no. he someone that you look at and 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 say, man, that is an icon. Like, kids are playing basketball because of Dwayne Wade. No. <laughs> no. No.
2: I mean, in this there's people here like, oh, you know, you know, the internet is a fast place and it's, it's filled with opinions. Right. And it's like, pe- there's people really like pressed about Dwayne Wade and this tour or lack thereof. I'm like, this whole thing is contrived, fam.
1: Very contrived. You know like, I didn't even know he was on a tour. I, I right. completely forgot. I think it was like the other day when him and Steph Curry did the jersey scenes. And I was like, oh shit, I forgot. Like, but this like, man was doing a tour.
2: d ain't moved a needle. No. Like no offense, you know. Again, it's like there's going to be people who get upset, but you got to be honest with yourself. Dwayne Wade, with the exception of I would say the first stage of his career, the, the questionable championship where he got every call against the Mavericks. He really didn't do much, if anything, after that. Then LeBron came. You had the victory here. Well, we knew what that was. That was the LeBron show. Then as soon as LeBron left, it was back to D-Way getting bumped in the first round. I don't understand. Like, when did he become this cultural icon?
1: I'm with you, man. I'm with right. you. I, it's very forced. It's very contrived. Like, again, I, I classify players in, in categories. Like, there's your transcendent players. The guys right. that transcend the sport that just move the needle, as you like to say. Shaq. Kobe, Jordan. Yeah LeBron. yeah, LeBron. Yeah, LeBron, Jordan. You know what I mean? Those guys, those transcendent, you, like, you don't even have to blink twice, like, oh shit, Jordan's on. LeBron's on. Kobe's on. One name, like, you can just refer to him as one name. Those are the transcendent stars. Those are the needle movers. Everybody else? And then you have that next tier. Great players, stars, but they're not transcendent.
2: They're good if you have someone else there, like, if they're playing against lebron or kobe oh ooh, i'm gonna watch this he played against kobe this is gonna be a good match right. you know what i'm saying right, right, right. but i saw something the other day where they, they did a sit down with kevin garnett and d wade about the celtics and miami heat rivalry and and they, I'm, I'm like wait a minute when, when did the celtics and heat rivalry become anything to do with Dwayne wade He had nothing to do with that when, when did it become his rivalry yeah, exactly. it was always lebron versus the celtics LeBron going to Miami to beat the Celtics. Paul Pierce versus LeBron in Game Seven. When when did D Wade become a part? Man, man, stop. There is no lore to Dwayne Wade's career. He has no lore. There's no legend outside of again those questionable finals in 2006. You can't really harken back to any true legendary Dwayne Wade moment. Stop it. It's not forcing it on us.
1: Hey, I agree, man. I agree. What was what was that that Draymond said to uh to Paul Pierce? <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> when he was talking about you, you, not, you ain't no Kobe. You not get,
1: Facts, I yeah, yeah, Kobe. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's how I feel, man. And again, it sounds like we're bashing Dwayne Wade. Like, no, great that's player. Cool. He's a great that's player. Cool. But I feel like there's a lot of revisionist history with Dwayne Wade going on right now. Can, like, I feel can like can I pe-
2: ask you? Can I ask you a question before you, sure. you know I get out your way? Sure. Do you think the Kobe retirement tour made guys look around like, wait a minute, he got that? I could definitely get a tour too. Like an inspired player yes. to want to get tours? Is that yes. what it was?
1: yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I, I think that was like the biggest one. Um, I think that was the biggest one in basketball we have seen in a while. Because really, when you think about it, it's probably the biggest like retirement tour since Kareem's. Sure. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, Kobe kind of announced that this was going to be my last year. And, and you know, because really guys just kind of, they either get injured and they end up out of the league. <laughs> Or they uh-huh. just kind of fade away into the background, and then like ten years later, they retire. Like Ray Allen. Like Ray Allen was not on the team for like two, three years, and then announced his retirement. Like, man, we knew he was retired like three years ago. But sure. but with Kobe, it was a situation where he announced it. It, it. it it built, and plus, it's Kobe, the Lakers. You know the the the, the icon status there. I mean, it, it was just it was just bound to happen that it was going to become this big thing. You know what I'm sure. saying? But you see this thing in sports, in all sports. I mean, you know, Derek Jeter had his big retirement tour. Um, with the Yankees in 2014, I believe. Um, you know, so it's 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 uh, you know, it's 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 custom fair for big athletes, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think it's caused a lot of cats in the NBA to feel like, oh, I can get this retirement tour. Oh, I can. Oh, no. Yeah,
2: Absolutely
1: it's it's not. it's it's, it's fabric. It's it's being pushed way too much down our throats. Like, yo, Wade was never on that level, B. Never, 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 never. Well, and, so, and since we're talking about Wade, I guess we could we could center it around him. I mean, why not? Let's but do it. but what uh, <clears throat> do you what do you rate Dwayne Wade all time historically? Because I I get into a lot of debates with Dwayne, with mm. Dwayne Wade fans because I feel like there's a lot of revisionist history with a lot of Wade fans. Like, oh, he's <laughs> he's the he's the third greatest shooting guard of all time, and he's this and he's that, and I'm like, eh.
2: I think that we live in the, especially in the NBA, not so much baseball or the NFL. But in the NBA, we live in the most revisionist history era of all eras. And like, all the rules stop applying. All the rules we grew up on don't apply anymore. No. The Wayne Wade, 3rd greatest shooting guard of all time. But then the reason why a lot of people would say that is because of, of the rings, three rings, you know, important player to his era. He was a, he was a he was a keynote character. But I don't know. Like to, to, when you ask the question, do you mean like at his position or all time? Like
1: well, he- I I, I, bre- I break it down to two questions. First, at all time, is he okay. is he is he top fifty, top seventy five of all time? Oh,
2: you're disrespectful. Um, <laughs> he's definitely top fifty. I would say I agree. Dwayne Wade. As in, like the rogues gallery of the NBA, you could make a solid argument for top twenty-five, uh, maybe top thirty.
1: Uh I would say I would I, I'd say he's definitely top fifty, absolutely. Okay. Um, <laughs> top top thirty, <laughs> top thirty, absolutely. Okay. I, I can't go top twenty-five.
2: You know what? Because they love to throw numbers in our face. It's like when, when I think about the numbers. Mm-hmm. Does he have any of the? the, the if you go to your, your your numbers checklist. Does he have any of those keynote numbers that you can lean on? Black types,
1: you know, black types. No, I, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, he led the league in scoring, I believe, once. I think yeah. it was oh uh, eight. I don't know how many top top three MB, uh, MVP finishes did he have. I gotta look. I gotta mm. look it up. Like,
2: where is he in the scoring list? Is he top fifteen all time scorer? Top twenty?
1: I know he's. He can't be top ten. No, he's not top ten. Right. Um, he's probably he's probably top twenty five, top twenty.
2: The I don't have stats like, in front of me,
1: but, but I, I'm, I would assume. Right. I would assume. But the fact
2: that you have to think about it says a lot about where he ranks.
1: Exactly. That's exactly.
2: where, what I'm getting at. I think the, his most imp- impressive stat at his position, I think he leads all shooting guards of all time in blocks. Mm-hmm. But it's like, all right, that's cool. You know? But he doesn't have any of those keynote numbers. He doesn't even have an MVP to his name.
1: Uh, I'm looking at his career rankings right now. I was right. He led the league in scoring in... Uh, 2008, so 2009, 2008,
2: 2009, 30.2 a game. That was wow. a great season. He had, that was a
1: great season. That was a dominant season.
2: I think it was like 38 and 6 or something crazy like mm-hmm.
1: that he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looking, just kind of looking at his, at his, he's got 21,000 career points in 15 seasons.
2: Eh, he could do, for, if we talking all time, he should be a lot closer for 15 seasons, all time two guard in a guards league. He should be closer to 30 racks, no? If
1: it be a fair. Yeah. 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 He's a uh, 06, 05, 05-06 finals MVP, obviously. All rookie team, eight-time All-NBA. Scoring champion 08-09. Like I said, three-time NBA champion, three-time All-Defensive. uh, 2010 All-Star Game MVP. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Top 20, like I said, top 25,
1: top 30 NBA Roll Gallery. He's up there. He's a notable name. He's a notable name. I, I would, like, I. Okay, if we if we talk about two guards, okay. Obviously, he's not Jordan. Obviously, I mean that's just, of course, that's, hell no. I mean, right? Yeah, I mean that that goes without saying. He's not Kobe. Obviously, that even goes without saying. But there's
2: people who really, you know, because we live in the disrespect Kobe era, who constantly try to say that D Wade is next to Kobe, and it's ridiculous.
1: It's ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. That's why I don't even pay attention to these people. I, I don't even engage in in dialogue with these folks when you when you're, <laughs> me, when you're trying to give me when you're trying to give me Wade is better than Kobe. I'm like, no, stop, stop not it, please stop. Like stop it! It's a cute little that argument to stop. At uh, um, position,
2: though, what, 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 it, it, I, I what
1: would thing I about, would put hey, I would rank AI higher. I think AI is a better player. So you have
2: Allen Iverson as a shooting guard. That, yeah, that, I that's do. I do. Okay, I do. So even with the, even I know
1: AI is tricky. I know AI is tricky because he was a combo guard. AI was almost positionless in a lot of ways. Um. But I would, I, but if we're being technical, and I know you get in trouble doing well, this, Eric
2: Snow was definitely the point guard.
1: He was a point yeah, guard on that team. Uh, on the team he won the MVP on that team.
2: Yeah, yeah
1: so I, I mean, I think it's fair to categorize um AI as a two guard. I think it's fair. He played more like so, a two guard with a but point man, guard's again, body.
2: Because we we're we, we, we gonna have a fight against the internet. You know it.
1: Oh, I know. Gonna, I, I'm. I'm. Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. They're
2: gonna say that Allen Iverson has no championships, and so you have him above D Wade. How do how,
1: how do you position that argument? You just got to look at the level. First of all, culturally, Allen Iverson sure. had more of an impact than, than Dwayne Wade. You want to okay. talk about moving the needle? Allen Iverson really, really that period from two, 1999 to about two thousand and one two ish, two thousand and three. I would say two thousand two, two thousand three ish. Um, Alan Iverson was probably the biggest star in the NBA. The
2: reason a lot of players walked into the league wearing number three, yes. half of the Banana Bowl crew wearing wear number three because of Allen, Allen
1: Iverson. Iverson. He had a, he was a, he was a huge cultural impact. Um, Agreed. he moved the needle. He was a star. He carried the league for about three or the four players, years the in tats, the post, tats. in that post Jordan area. He carried the league for about two or three years. Um, so. and then he was just a dominant player. He was an absolutely, I mean, look at his career numbers. Look at his statistics. I mean, they dwarfed Dwayne Waits. I mean, they're not even close. I agree. Not to mention, yeah. he won an MVP. He carried course, probably no, no.
2: he crushes, he crushes the way weight in that argument.
1: Absolutely. Plus, he carried the Sixers to the finals. Like, I mean, Wonderful. everybody talks about LeBron and that Cavs team, and you know, and how he got them to the finals. I mean, people don't. I think people forget about the '76ers and the that 0-1 squad.
2: Sixers was the worst team to ever be brought to the finals outside of
1: Allen Iverson. Let's let's be frank, okay? Yeah, absolutely. George Lynch, Eric Snow.
2: What was his name again? The, the, the really ugly black dude.
1: Ty- oh, Tyrone Hill. Ty- Ty- Hill. Ty- Ty- Tyrone Hill. Tyrone Hill. Yeah.
2: Come on, man. Yeah. Old yeah. Matumbo. The corpse of Matumbo. Yeah. Knock it off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at if you look at that roster compared to the Cavs of what 2017, eighteen or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, the eighteen the, the 2018 Cavs are better, talent wise. People.
2: The team that people love to give LeBron too much credit for, the 15 guys with Kyrie and Love got hurt, they weren't even really that bad. You had two skillful seven-footers who could move their feet and get the spots on the floor. You had a couple of shooters out there. That team wasn't even that bad, but you know they love to drag everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. No, but look, I think Wade, I think Allen Robinson, I would put ahead of him. Um, Uh Honestly, I can make a discussion for Drexler and Ray Allen ahead of Wade. I think you're going too far. But <laughs> no, I mean, think about it. I, if you look at Ray. I, I, OK, if you want to sit there and Drexel a different era. So it's a little bit not fair to compare the two. I, I think that there's I think you can reason. I, if somebody came up to me right now and said Dwayne Wade is better than Clyde Drexler, I would say, OK, I, I can't argue with you. I think it's a reasonable discussion that to be had. I, I think Drexler's pro, I think he's better than Drexler, but I think oh. Ray Allen is a very interesting discussion. Ray Allen? I forget, I think that Ray Allen is kind of being clouded by the last few years of Ray Allen's career where he was a mm. role player.
2: I'm one of the people who will tell you that people forget that Ray Allen was not just a shooter coming into the league. Exactly. Like, Jesus Shuttlesworth. In a dunk contest. But,
1: but look at, but look at Ray Allen's career numbers and then look at Wade's career numbers. Very similar. Okay. Very similar. Again, if you, if we were to sit down and have a discussion and you were to tell me Wade is better than Ray Allen, no question. I was like, okay. I think it's, it's debatable. I think it's very debatable. But for the sake of this discussion, um, I would put Allen Robinson over him. Um, Jerry West is over him. Of course. Yes, I'm putting Jerry West as a two guard.
2: Jerry West is above the Wayne Wade? Yes. Yikes. You disagree? Oh, no, fam.
1: Ray come, on, know, Ray, come on, Ray, come on, Ray, Ray, right I'm having this discussion with you because because I I know you know basketball. You you know, you're I... really gonna sit here on this show and tell me you would rather have Dwayne Wade over 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 the logo? No, no, no,
2: no. don't do that to me. I, I'm not saying I would rather have. I'm just thinking about the annals of NBA history. I can see you you swayed me with the Ray Allen argument. I can see that because again, if we if we talk numbers, you know, and the fact that what they did to win their championships. Mm-hmm. They're kind of similar. Ray Allen was a monster pre 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 Boston when they made him a, a a shooter essentially as a third option on that team. Right. And a role player in Miami, even though he still hit the biggest shot of the LeBron era in Miami. Right. I can see that, but Jerry West, I I feel like as time goes along, we got to start looking at Jerry West like a lot of these older players. You know, like, nah, man. I don't know. Nah, nine, man. How, how many finals appearances was it? Like nine that he went to, and he won one.
1: I mean, but look at the team he was going up against. Everybody gives LeBron a pass because he loses to the Warriors every year. I mean, look at the fucking.
2: Jerry West, is, Jerry West is a monster. He
1: was, losing to, he was losing to a team that had nine Hall of Famers on it. Look,
2: I'll give you Jerry West, but
1: then you got to get Drexel up, up out of it. No, I, I, I'll get Drexel up out of there. I, I was I was being funny with Drex. Okay. But okay. Jerry okay. West, career numbers, 27, 6, and 5.
2: And if you go to the finals nine times as a star of
1: your team. 14-time time All-Star, 12-time All-NBA, 5-time All-Defensive, finals yes. MVP on a losing team. Yeah, sixty nine seventy scoring champ. He did win one championship, but I mean, you got You almost have to give him a pass, fam. The game was different. No free agency. He was running up against eleven Hall of Famers on one squad. Like fam, like it's 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 different. It's different with Jerry West. Fair enough. Look at his num- Look at his career numbers. I mean, in a lot of ways, they're actually similar to Wade's too.
2: Essentially, Jerry is scoring up against a traveling all star team. No Celtics teams were filled with Hall of Famers.
1: Exactly. So I, I
2: can see that. I'm just so again. It's tricky because people don't know their history. They just know last names.
1: Yeah, they so, know last names. Like, when Jerry people get into West. this dumb discussion, like, oh, why is Jerry West the logo? He shouldn't be the logo. First of all, the logo was designed when? Like, in 19... sixty, <laughs> You know? And Jerry West was the guy back then. So, of course, the logo was... Like, if the logo had been designed in 1995, I'm sure that there would have been considerations for Jordan to be the logo. Of course. Like, but that oh, didn't... That's... but, But... Guess what? That's not how the cookie crumbled. So we have Jerry West as a logo, but don't sit here and try to shit on Jerry West. Like, and I'm not sitting here saying that I've watched Jerry West play. Of course, I wasn't, I wasn't around in 1969, 1970. All I have is history, documentaries. I go back and watch hardwood classics from time to time. And that's all I can base my argument on. But, but well, some, but, but some things are just in the, in the, in the statue. Like the man was a beast.
2: And, and to be fair, and this is, you know, baseline for, for sports fans who listen to this show. And who need to start, like, understanding what's happening. You cannot compare across eras and say, well, there's no way A could have been better than B. To me, you gauge greatness based on what you did with what you had at the time. What did you do against your peers? What did you do with your, your, your ability to be great during your time frame? During that time frame, Jerry West, you, you, outside of Boston, there was no bigger threat in the league than Jerry West. Even we go to, like, the Jordan era, like, it's hard to, like, go and compare across... Because at the end of the day, he went up against what he was up against. There's a difference between better and greater. If you want to go attribute for attribute, we can have that conversation. But as far as overall greatness, Jerry West is a a greater all-time great than Dwayne Wade. So you have swayed me once again.
1: Well, And I also think that there's players that transcend errors. Like, Does anybody doubt that LeBron—I know people like to to rib on LeBron and LeBron fans. There's
2: only a handful of those kinds of players, though, that that that, you can put them anywhere at any time. And he'll kill. You know what I mean.
1: I think Jerry West will kill now.
2: I don't know. Well, I, well, yeah, you know what? Maybe not the '90s or the early 2000s, but the way the ball is being played today, where you really can't play any true defense mm-hmm. anymore. Hell yeah, the driving lanes, the passing lanes, the freedom, the freedom of movement. Of course he would.
1: But think about think about the NBA rules back in the day. And plus, Jerry West was doing this with no three point line. True indeed.
2: Twenty seven a night on twos and free
1: throws. <laughs> think about it.
2: Fair enough. Fair think enough. about it. You know what I mean? But could, he, I, but... could Dwayne Wade go into to his air rank kill? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Wade, I think Wade, I think Wade transcends an era. I think he's that talented. I mean, I'm not going to dog Wade too much now.
2: You know, I, don't know, I don't know if Wade the, kills the nineties. I don't know if his game translates to the nineties.
1: Um, he'd be a he'd he'd be a he'd be a Mitch Richmond. Yeah, he'd right be on that level.
2: Or maybe Clyde level, like a little. Yeah, he's Clyde. He's Clyde. Clyde. Yeah, he's a he's yeah.
1: a he's a better Clyde. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? I know some people. I have I have homies that would that would throw T Mac into the debate. Now I'm, I'm I hate T Mac. T
2: Mac is a small forward. I wouldn't even put him at the two.
1: Uh, he did play a lot of two, but swingman swing yeah that's, 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 a, that's the interesting part with these discussions because a lot of guys their combos you know they, so they played a lot of their 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 positions kind of kind
2: of if Tracy McGrady didn't if he could have had a healthy gray Hill let's say everything works out in Orlando Hill and Tracy McGrady is going to the finals
1: yeah very well very well could be absolutely I mean I think it's I think it's fair to say that I mean I, I'm i am I'm not a big, I'm not a big believer in T-Mac as much as other people are. Um, I kind of see T-Mac in that, in that James Harden boat, a guy that can score and put up a lot of points and do a lot in the stat sheet. But at the end of the day, do they make guys better? Do they win a lot? I don't necessarily think so. I kind of look at T-Mac in that same category. Um, and I know you're a James Harden guy, so we'll get to that, but we'll, we'll save that. We'll get there. We'll 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 get there. But, um, I I look at T-Mac in that breath, but, um, yeah, man, I look, to go back to Dwayne Wade, look, I, I don't want to sit here and bash the guy. The guy's had a hell of a career. Career. Um, great player. Let's stop,
2: let's stop overrating Dwayne Wade. That's what you're
1: saying. Yeah, just, 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 just stop. Just stop telling me that he's one of the great. He's the greatest basketball player to have ever been put on this planet Earth, besides Michael and a handful of other guys. Like, like, <laughs> let's stop doing that. Like, let's no. stop doing that. All right. I Let,
2: think the treatment of his retirement lets everyone know what we really think of Dwayne Wade. Let's just call it. Let's put it out there.
1: Yeah. Dog, I swear to God, I swear, I'm not even trying to be funny, dog. Like, I swear, I was sitting there. I a matter of fact, I had SportsCenter on in the background. Like, I wasn't even paying attention to that shit. And they had showed the jersey swaps between him and uh, Curry. And I looked up, and I like, oh, shoot, I forgot that uh <laughs> Wade was retiring and shit. Like, it was just like, it was, it was.
2: Because if he gets off the court, it's just another heat game. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's going to remember. Yeah. yeah, he's retiring.
1: <laughs> well, think about it. There's a lot of rumors that uh, Dirk is retiring this year, yeah, as well. And he's kind of doing a mini, a mini farewell, but that's not it's not really a farewell because he's not getting gifts nowhere or nothing like that. He's just getting standing ovations. And listen, Dirk, Dirk is my all time
2: favorite power forward. So if he wanted a tour, I'd have been okay with it. But Dirk knows his position in the league, and he knows that nobody was truly gonna go out their way. For, for the Dirk tour,
1: you but know? you know, but you, but but you can make a debate that Dirk was better. I'm not doing that with you, bro. We're not, we not. You can that. make that debate though. You can, no, you can, you that. could have that argument. Could you not? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll leave. We'll leave that there. We'll leave that there. But you, you know, know I, you Dirk? know, but you know what I think hurt way too. I think that that little detour in Chicago. Yeah. That was that was bad. That was I bad. Think-
2: D Wade should have got up out of here maybe two or three years ago and retired. Maybe I after think, season thirteen or twelve, he
1: should have left. <clears throat> I think. I think he should have never left Miami in the first place. I I get why he left Miami. He got the bag from Chicago. I get it. Mm but I don't think he should have ever left I don't think he should have ever left Miami I think he would have been viewed higher had he stayed his entire he'd been one of these guys that stayed and played for the Heat his entire career um, yeah. never left I think it would have been I think he should have I think he should have instead of signing that two year deal with Chicago where he only All played right. one year and then got traded to Cleveland and that was just a disaster I think he should have I, got- I think he should have stayed with Miami those two years mm-hmm. and then retired
2: I got one final take before we move on with the way ways the way Miami treated him during that contract and not wanting to pay him tells us everything we need to know about what they thought of Dwayne Wade, the player, at that point, or his greatness, or what he meant to the city. Air quotes on that.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Very fair. Very fair. Very fair. And Pat, and this is Pat Riley. Which, you know, we talk about
2: Don Pat Riley. He, he made it clear what it was and what it wasn't. Sorry, D Wade.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I just I, I'm, I'm with you. I thought I was the only one that was feeling that way about about Wade. Like, like uh, okay, it's getting a little much here. It's getting a little much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, let's, let's, let's kind of, let's kind of transition over the first half highlights, uh, any storylines that stick out? I'm sure there's, I'm, I'm sure we will get to to individually the, some of the major ones, but anything that really sticks out besides kind of Anthony Davis and that whole saga and everything like that, which um, we'll get to.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to my best to avoid that. Um, because as you know, you, fo- you followed my rants and my ravings in, in the gray area. And- yeah. I, you know, I'm over it. But, uh, um, you know, everything going on in Boston, I'm still pro Boston going to the finals, but I, I need to see how Brad Stevens is going to start, you know, making those really difficult decisions. Is he, is he going to lock in a set rotation? Who's going to be the odd man out? That's why, that's what I would like to see going forward because someone is going to have to essentially just sit. Yeah. You can't play 10 guys. Somebody has to sit down.
0: Especially in the I yeah.
2: I feel like Jalen Brown needs to be the person to sit down. That's that's just my opinion. But he needs to lock in the rotation. He needs to figure out how he's going to get a lineup with Gordon on the floor, along with Kyrie, along with Tatum on the floor to play beautiful basketball together. We haven't seen that because of the, the areas they occupy on the floor it's difficult for them to get into a flow but he needs to figure that out because Philly got better um Milwaukee got better you say Toronto got incrementally better but it, I didn't think that the the, the soul trade moved the needle but Boston has all the talent in the world out east they need to figure it out
1: yeah I agree um so so they would be your biggest first line first half storyline it's yeah. just the the, the, the,
2: the you think they've underachieved works. or they
1: think they yes. they've yeah, yeah.
2: underachieved Tremendously, And even so they've had nice chunks of, of games. I think before the All-Star break, they won 12 out of 15. But it's, it's a very unimpressive 12 out of 15.
1: Well, I kind of expected this with Boston. I thought that there would be a little bit of a struggle. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I think when you're incorporating two guys the caliber of Hayward and Kyrie back into your rotation, I think that there's going to be some time to adjust. Um, okay. I mean, essentially, I mean, essentially, it's like they're having Hayward for the first time. I mean, he only played, what, a few minutes of one game? Um mm-hmm. Last year, so they, they basically were without him the entire year, so they didn't really I have. I think
2: it's sh- less Kyrie and more Gordon Hayward because I
1: I agree to a certain extent with with that one. Like I think well, it's more, I think it is more Hayward. Although I think Hayward's the odd man out, honestly, if we're being honest.
2: That's the point. That's that's where I was going because it's not like Kyrie didn't play. People sometimes, not to say you, but people talk about Kyrie's return to Boston like he played four games last season. He played majority of last season. They had a playoff run without Kyrie Irving. We already know what this, what the Celtics look like when it's Kyrie without Gordon. And that was a very good team. They were about, I think they were 47 or 46 and 21 when he shut it down for the season. We know what to expect from Kyrie and, and Gordon Hayward less Celtics. But I believe that bringing in Gordon Hayward, it it effectively knocked two guys out in Jalen Brown. And Terry Rozier, and as I was saying on the gray area, I think there's a lot of ego at play because... People start reading their press clippings. Rose huh. Deer started to really believe he was that guy. Jalen Brown started to believe he was a key component to a title team. And now you're asking these two guys to take a step back while the person they paid all that bread to is getting his minutes back. Because, he, of course, if you get 128 mil, you're going to play. You're going to play. Yeah. So that's the, these are the things that Brad Stevens, I believe, has failed to sort out throughout the first
1: half of the season. Not to mention, Gordon Hayward's never gotten to game seven of a conference final. Jalen Brown has.
2: This is, and that's where the ego comes yeah, in yeah exactly
1: that's what that's what that's that's where the ego comes in I agree there's a lot I, of
2: personality conflict that's being swept under the rug and, when, and, and the thing is you had Kyrie come out and say players are being a little selfish and not having fun and then you had the Morris twin about two or three weeks later come out and say the same thing that tells you that there's a lot of friction in that locker room where egos are concerned
1: but I also think Kyrie's at at the center of that
2: I mean he's the leader of the team but it's too easy to, to, to blame the superstar a lot of people want to blame Kyrie But what what else can you, if you really look at Kyrie Irving's performance this season, what else can he do?
1: I'm not blaming uh, it from a performance. What do you want from him? I'm not blaming it from a performance standpoint. What I'm saying is that I think he's at this. Like, this is my issue with the whole free agency aspect Uh of the league. Uh That That I think that when you, these guys don't understand that you basically hold your franchise hostage, essentially. Because every day, the storyline is, if they make this trade, how is that going to appease Kyrie? If this right. happens, how is that going to peace Kyrie? Kyrie hasn't extended, you know. Kyrie's free agency. Kyrie, 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 Kyrie. Like we could all you know, say, oh, the they're professional for that
2: more than than the player. I, I feel like I think
1: NBA media is is the worst of of all professional I, Facts. I, I I'm with you 100 percent on that one. I, I I blame the media more than I blame Kyrie, but I also feel like Ky- like these players have to understand that you know if I'm a guy in that locker room, like I'm questioning if my best player is all in. True. Because I'm sitting here saying, yo, like, we're trying to win a championship. I get, I get you trying to get your bag and you trying to do what's best for the Kyrie brand and your future. Mm-hmm. Fine. I'm with you. But when we get on the court, like, I need to know if you're all in. I need to know that if you're, you're, you're committed to this long term. And if you're not, or if there's some doubt there, and you can sit there, and you can sit there and say, Oh, well, we're brothers and we, we know what's real. When we get on the court, we're together, blah, 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 blah. But then as soon as you leave that basketball court, what happens? Questions about Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie had a, had a two for 30 night. Oh, well, he, he can't shoot well at the garden. So does that mean that he's going to leave in free agency or, you know, oh, he banged up another knee. Does that mean that Danny Ainge is not going to sign? I mean, it just becomes.
2: What would you like Kyrie to do in this situation? Like, what do you think he should say, in your opinion, to, to I, deflect?
1: I actually, deflected. I actually like for the most part the way Kyrie has handled it. In uh-huh. the sense that he said from the beginning that I'm committed to being a Celtic. He wants to stay a Celtic. He said that at the beginning right. of the year. Um, every time he's asked about it, I think he should say, "You know what." I think I think what I had trouble with is I don't owe anybody anything, and oh, yeah. that that, that little his little his little emotional soliloquy, like I, I didn't I didn't understand that part. But I think he should say what he should always say: Hey, I'm a Celtic now. I plan on being a Celtic in the future. Um We're not going to talk about contract extensions or anything right now because it's the season. And I just want to focus on being the best Kyrie that I could be for this team. Blah blah. blah. you know this, you know the, the regular shit. But
2: and the just problem is, I think part of it is because Kyrie's so moody. That the person who asked him that question pro- at that
1: point—that's point, the problem.
2: Caught, they they called him at the right time, and and he and he gave him a quotable. He mm-hmm. might not have been in the best mood. Got tired of hearing the question. You know, now there's this whole narrative about Kyrie and and and, and KD going to New York to play together. He's probably getting tired. Of the right, PS, right, so, right. So he lashed out.
1: But see, this is my problem again. This is my problem with these players. First of all, yeah. first of all, you got to be. This is big boy league. All right, mm-hmm. it's a big boy league. And I know it's easy for me to say I'm not making thirty million dollars a year, and I'm not I'm not getting asked questions about my future, all right? But I know it's easy for me to say that. But you got to be emotionally tougher than that. You know what I mean? You got to be emotionally tougher than that. You got to handle the questions because you know they're going to come. And if you're tired of the questions, if you're tired of the questions, I said this last week on the, on the podcast. If you're tired of the questions, all right, go into Danny Age's office, Danny. Let's let's go. Let's sign a contract right now. Come on, I want to say in Celtic. I love it here. We got a hell of a coach. We got a hell of a roster. We got some things to figure out. We got some things to straighten out. You know, we got some things to decide. What we are gonna do with Terry. We're gonna, you know, we got some we got some some furniture shuffling to do, but I wanna be here. This is one of the premier organizations in the entire sport. I'm here. I want my jersey up on those rafters, next to Larry, next to next to next to, next to you know Mikhail, next to Hondo. I want my I want my jersey up there one day. Let's sign let's do the yes. deal right now. And again, it's easy for me to say that
2: it's, it's easy for you to say Hands down, this is why you have a podcast so you can say it. <laughs> But I think These players, they want and, and I've learned this over the past few years Because I, I, there was a time when I felt The same way you did, but they, they Really want to go be wooed They want to have, they because they hear, they hear the stories right. From other players, where teams Come through with their presentations And they bring their whole team to wherever the player Wants to meet at, and they get to listen to These pitches to play for the potential new teams, they want that feeling. They want that ego boost. Kyle, if the, if, it, if it was as simple as saying let's get the deal, then he would have done <laughs> it already. But he he wants to hear those pitches, and I think certain players like to have the organization by the balls as well. They they want they want to know that at any point I could dip off and I could throw your whole situation out of whack. It's a it's a power trip.
1: I get that. I understand that. But then, but you can't have your cake and eat it too. That's the problem that I have. And the, no, but but then, but then, don't cry in the media. But then, don't cry in the media when you're getting asked thousands of questions about it for six months. You can't have it. But like with with the KD rant, KD wants to wants to go out there and have it get all emotional during a press conference on why he's Uh not speaking to the media. But then it's like when you don't sign the extension, when you don't talk about anything concerning wanting to be a warrior for the long term, fair or not fair. This is what comes to that. You can't have it both ways. You wanna be wooed and you wanna play this as a business, that's fine. But then don't so get like, mad when people like me speculate, people like you right? speculate. You know, the, the, the Chris Mannixes of the world write articles uh, about the different teams that KD and Kevin or and Kyrie are gonna to go to. Like you can't have it both ways. See the players wanna control the narrative, well, but it doesn't you know, work that way.
2: I'm gonna push back against you a little bit. Okay I, go ahead. I believe I believe that the media that that whole having your cake and eating it too goes for the media as well.
1: Absolutely. I'm not defending because the media. I'm not defending the media.
2: I, I'm all the way here for the occasional hill turns where you, know, you go <laughs> and cut the hill, the hill promo. You know, I don't feel like answering questions today, so I'm not going to answer it. Because at the end of the day, a lot of these media types, especially in the NBA, have figured it out. All I have to do is write sources, say, and I can hide behind any BS report. I it's, want clickbait. it's clickbait. It's clickbait. Right. right, and these players, and the thing is they write these these lying articles and then have these players have to answer questions about things that they did not say nor did they intimate. So why not play a little game of tit-for-tat? You want to write a lie in media? Then I'll just be a jerk in a, in a press conference. Why not? I,
1: I understand that. I understand that. I just get a little annoyed when I see players get mad about their, their, their circumstances. I,
2: I love it. I love it. That's me. Like, I'm all, I'm all the way here for the human element because growing up, I used to put athletes on such a high pedestal I, that I stopped treating them like people. So now to see them be jerks and be like me when I'm at work after like a 12-hour shift and I don't want to be bothered, I, I live for that. I, I, get, I get that aspect. <laughs>
1: I, I get that aspect, right? I, I, I really do. I'm not sitting here trying to say I'm caping for the media or I'm capable for owners or anything like that. I'm not. But what I'm saying is I get a little annoyed when these athletes play the, the victim role when they know that they play into this.
2: You're right. You're
1: right. That's that's my that's my only thing. You you can't put yourself as a victim. Like oh my god, like I gotta go answer questions about this again. I'm tired of it. You know, blah, so. blah blah blah.
2: In three weeks, he's gonna answer the question anyway. So have your little quotable. True. <laughs> what I said. It's just like when you're in a relationship and, and your lady or your or your guy gets you upset. You don't want to answer the question at that moment because I'm mad. But eventually, you're gonna answer it, right? Mm-hmm. So let's. Go go ahead and be mad for a couple of days. You'll be okay. I'll be right here when you get over it. And that's how I look at it. True. You walk
1: you you walk in the room. You good? You all right? You straight? So you, so you going to the Knicks or not? Oh, you're not going to the Knicks. I right, could talk, baby. You know. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So you th- so definitely uh, the Celtics and and that whole situation are the f- are the standout of the first half as far as storyline. So me
2: personally, right? I, I I think that they the mo- they're the most talented team beyond Golden State in my opinion in the league they need to figure it
1: out I, I would agree with that I would I would agree that I would agree that the Celtics are probably the the, the biggest storyline of the of or I would say they're the second biggest storyline I think the biggest storyline has been the Lakers and and LeBron and and that whole just LeBron and the Lakers as a whole um you're a Laker fan I'm a Laker fan let's talk about it mm-hmm. uh, let's, let's not bury the lead um,
2: <laughs> we've done a good job so far,
1: right? <laughs> right. Exactly. What, uh, what do you make of LeBron's first, you know, I, I mean, I however many games has been 60 plus games now, I think, or 50, closest, close to 60 games with the Lakers now. Um, um,
2: to quote, you know, legendary NFL coach, Denny Green, he is who we thought he was. Yeah. You know, we, I, I'll, I'll admit it because I'm all about for being all about folks scores. I bought, The whole hype of him coming to L.A., wanting the playmakers, wanting to take a step back, wanting to do less, becoming more of a person where you, like, in case of emergency, break the LeBron box, let him go go LeBron. I believe that that's what we were gonna get, L.A. He was gonna play off the ball more, and actually, instead of standing around when he doesn't have the ball, because Luke, Luke, when he's allowed to coach the way he wants to coach, has a motion-based officer. Guys, that is a lot of cut, a lot of off-ball actions mm-hmm. to get to the rim. I expected having imagine having LeBron cut into the rim. Who's gonna get in front of this guy? Nobody. I was anticipating that because now you have a young quarterback in Alonzo Ball, Bi showing that he can create for people. You know, you brought in, you made foolish signings. I didn't like the signings when it happened, but I figured basketball wise, it's going to make sense if you're going to attack the basket and having creators like a Rondo, a Lance who can who can be sensational or erratic depending on the minute or the second. I thought this was going to be beautiful for us, but it was. It, but this team has become exactly my very worst nightmare and or fear that LeBron still is, is still going to LeBron and get in the way of what the young guys need to do in order to be better because you have people all <laughs> over the nation who are quick to call players like Zoe and B.I. trash but it's like B.I. was hurt a lot of his first year and he, he wasn't allowed to play, you know what I mean? Like I'm not even, his minute, his minute allotment as a rookie was a little shaky if I'm not mistaken, I think Byron Scott was still the coach at the time but, or like, it might have been Luke, I can't remember, I'm not, don't hold me to that guy, but I feel like he, he shared some of that Byron Scott experience where his minutes were a little shaky and Byron doesn't really respect rookies. Then you bring in a Lonzo ball to come in and, 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 flourish, so to speak. And it didn't necessarily work out because Zoe needs the ball. He might not be a high usage scorer, but Lonzo is a momentum based player. So if he gets the ball in the tent, he gets to run through that one man fast break or the little, the little, full-court pass, or the the situation where he gets the run, passes it, gets it back, creates a layup or a three-point shot for his teammates, that gets him going. He can't get going when LeBron is standing in probo for 15 seconds while he's standing in the corner. The same goes to B.I. You're asking B.I. to play at the top of the key, but B.I. needs to be at the elbows and wings. They're, they're not being allowed to develop, and they're getting called trash or underachievers, and it's frustrating. I'm on your show, Ray and I'm Raven. Please take the mic for me, then.
1: Hey, it's good to hear somebody else with 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 with, with, with hot takes about the Lakers, man. No, I, I agree with everything that you said. I I I, I the reason I let you speak is because you're speaking for me. I, I mean, I think the Lakers have two issues? Um, mm-hmm. obviously, there's the LeBron aspect. Two
2: different teams. They, you can't be two different teams. You can't have a team with LeBron and then when LeBron's either hurt or on the bench, you got to have an identity. We don't have one
1: that. That's clearly an issue. But also I think the issue, first of all, the problem became when you when you do the deal with the devil. And by this by this <laughs> example I say LeBron. When you go in business with the devil, these mm-hmm. are the things that are going to happen. Like when well, this is why I didn't want LeBron in LA. I said it all last year. I don't want LeBron on the Lakers. Right. Not because I'm stupid. I know LeBron is great. I know LeBron is top five of all time. I know he's a great player, even though I'm a card-carrying LeBron hater. I, I get that. I've am not. i I've been watching basketball since 1990. Like, I, I know enough to know LeBron is one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Got gotcha. like,
2: But you know what it is about the LeBron experience? It's like you said, you're going to win games. But it's like, what are you going to sacrifice? It's not
1: exactly. Like, you know you're, you're sacrificing
2: win. Purely that—that that pure and the, that you see in Golden State,
1: and it's the problem, and the problem with that as well is that you are sacrificing years of a rebuild. Oh, because man. when LeBron signed on the dotted line, you stopped being a rebuilding team. Exactly. You are now a a team that is a competing for a playoff spot, and if not a, at the very least, a conference a final appearance. Now you are not rebuilding anymore. But the problem is the organizations barometer has raised up but the young players haven't caught up to it yet because you're still dealing with a Brandon Ingram who's young you're still right. dealing with Alonzo Ball who's young that st- their games are still evolving and that with young players you're going to have bouts of inconsistencies you're going to have now let's moments. call
2: it what it is Manny I'm, I'm going to upset some sensibilities but let's call it what it is you have certain players who can win in a multitude of ways you, you can deploy them like the KD we got in OKC is not use the same way he's used in Golden State. But Absolutely. because of his skill set, you can use him in a multitude of ways to be successful. LeBron only has one way to win games. And if he's, and if that's the one way he's, he's good at, you can't play him over the ball. He has no post game. I need people to stop lying to themselves. He has no post game. No. He doesn't have an automatic mid range game. You can't, you can't put him in different spots on the floor and let him operate because he has that in his package. He can only win one way. And that one way gets in the way of players like Brandon Ingram, players like Lonzo Ball, who who need certain room to develop. Kuzma is a Swiss Army knife. He doesn't need but so much room to do certain things because mm-hmm. he can he can play off the catch. He's a catch and shoot player. He's not an ISO player at all. He doesn't need the ball to be successful. As soon as schools gets the ball, he's either going up or he's passing it. You know
1: that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. And then you have the other element of this that, you know, you have young players and with young players is going to come bouts of inconsistency. So uh, oh, on man. top of the LeBron effect, you have a Brandon Ingram that uh, I... He hasn't he hasn't figured out who Brandon Ingram is. Like Brandon Ingram agree. now isn't going to be the Brandon Ingram of five years from now. Now I get it. LeBron doesn't have five years. The Lakers don't have five years. And and I'm always the and this is my motto. When you have a chance to go for it for a championship, you go for it because these these opportunities are few and far in between. Right. So I I, I understand that. But what do you sacrifice? And you're sacrificing your young players. You're sacrificing guys that, that are essential pieces to your, to your franchise for the next 10 to 15 years. Guys that you, guys that you went through an uncharacteristically low of a time of your franchise with. Like the Lakers. people forget, like there's, there's a generation of basketball fans now.
2: Who think the Lakers are trash.
1: Exactly. Like think about that. Me and you were Lakers fans. We grew up as Lakers fans. Like think about that. Like there's a generation of kids that are watching basketball right now and have never seen the Lakers in the playoffs. Like, for them, the, the Lakers might as well be the Clippers. Crazy. Remember how the Clippers were when we were growing up? Like the Clippers, were like the Clippers, like they were trash. Like that's that's basically what the Lakers are right now.
2: And, and, and it, but the thing is, you know, and it's like I'm I'm beginning I'm beginning to sour on that because I believe that he really doesn't truly understand what he had, even when he had D'Angelo Russell. I believe that Byron Scott. He poisoned the well for D'Lo with Magic walking in the door. D'Lo didn't have a shot with Magic. Period. Let's let's yeah. let's let's be frank.
1: Yeah. He never had a chance. Okay. And and and, D- and D'Lo did that to himself too. I I think I almost think D'Angelo had to be traded. I almost think that just like sometimes guys just got to be traded. Like it wasn't going to work for whatever reason. True. I don't but, think it was going to work out in L.A. Well,
2: let's but let's think about this for a second, Manny. You're 100 right because going to Brooklyn. You know I'm a Brooklyn representative just like you. Going to Brooklyn is the best thing that ever happened to D'Angelo Russell. But it's not like he was completely crapping in a bed in Los Angeles. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. no, no. That
2: last year in L.A., we saw the flashes of him turning the corner. I was one of the few people saying, yo, let's keep D'Lo. We got Zoe coming in. Slide Russell to the two. You have two six-foot-six guards in your backcourt right. who can play off of each other because Zo don't need the ball. D'Lo needs the ball. Them boys could have been cooking in L.A. together. When Luke wants his offense and. As we've seen with Lonzo, he needs shooting. Who better than D'Angelo Russell right there to be a floor space affair?
1: Yeah, true. Very true.
2: But then we traded him to to get cap space, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I get it, man. I I listen. Um,
2: And then you're telling me that you, and the thing is, it's like, can't play two different hands. You had the cap rule. Again. The Lakers won thirty-five games. I sound like a broken record. Right I've been talking about this for a while. The Lakers have won. They won thirty-five games
1: with last year's team. And if it wasn't for the fact that zone missed a chunk of games, they probably uh, would have been an AC. The they, they could
2: they could have scratched the AC, or at the very least, they could have won about forty to forty-two games. Last Absolutely. Year's. So Absolutely. you already had a solid core in place, even if you wanted to be, you know, it, I hated I hated
1: letting Julius Randle go.
2: My, you took you took the words right out of my mouth. I would have overpaid you for like one more year.
1: But you didn't even need to. That's the crazy part. You didn't even need to.
2: But what I'm saying is if you want to, if you want to like hedge your bets and you, you're so concerned with free agency, if you imagine Johnson, you could have gave Julius Randle a one year bag. You bring in PG because I kept telling people, can you imagine a lineup when you would have had Zoe at the one, PG at the two, B.I. at the three? Cools at the 4, Randall at the 5 Or you could have left Cools on the bench And brought in a, a traditional 5 To just catch alley-oops Like mm-hmm. they ended up doing in JaVel McGee The Lakers with Paul George With, with the skill set and the complementary pieces Because people always think about last names And this is why I get so frustrated with NBA fans They I mean, get so stuck on last names That they never think about team-building Team building wise You gotta bring You gotta bring in players Who complement each other That's why Golden State Is so beautiful It's not because They have all these Dope last names It's because They complement each other Paul uh-huh. George's skill set complemented Lonzo And B.I. Cause Paul George Don't need to isolate Every possession To be effective LeBron James LeBron James Is the most fraudulent Unselfish player ever He's not unselfish If anything He's the most selfish player Of all time But
1: people don't see that My god Dios mio I feel like I'm I feel like I'm Interviewing myself here Like for years I've been saying this, but people don't. Oh, you a hater. Da-da-da-da-da. You don't
2: know basketball. So a player gets the ball and he stands and holds, let's say every other possession, he's standing and holding the ball. Even if he does end up getting an assist, no one else touched the ball. No one else got into a rhythm. He had the ball. Is that not selfish?
1: I, I don't know how else you would define that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how else you would define that. Again, I'm not. I'm not Doctor Jack Ramsey. I mean, I didn't write really the book on basketball. Shots is you the know.
2: only thing that makes a player selfish. There's a lot of times that Kobe used to talk about because consider, Kobe is considered the the most selfish player of all time. There's so many times that we watch Kobe give up the ball and no one do anything with him. And then with two seconds left from the shot clock, they passed the to when he has to figure it out with three people on him. How is he supposed to do anything?
1: Bro, you preaching to the choir, bro. I don't, I don't got okay. nothing to add because you just, you preaching right now. I, it's, it's,
2: it's a frustrating endeavor. So now you have to tell me that I have to cheer
1: for this guy. And I tried, man. I tried. Dog, I tried. I tried dog, I tried. I, I went into this. I talked to my wife. I consulted with my wife. Sometimes when you're a guy, you're going through, you know, the, the two people to call you, either your woman or your mom. Mm-hmm. And I tried. my mom don't <laughs> understand sports. So I couldn't do that. So I tried with my my wife. My wife's a casual sports fan. Like, she knows what's going on here and there, but, you know, she don't, she's not in the weeds day and day like me and you. But she's like, all right, well, you know, just go in open-minded, you know, cheer for him. He's on your team. You want the Lakers to win, right? Blah, blah, blah. You root for the front of the jersey, not the back of the jersey. Blah, 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 blah. So I was like, okay, cool. I, I, I went through it. I was gung-ho. LeBron on the Lakers, blah, blah, blah. Let's do it. Blah, blah, blah. Let's do it. Let's, you know, I'm uh, uh, ho Right. And then it's just like, it's the same shit. It's, it, it's the, it's the rich Paul backroom dealings. It, it's, it's, it's the, the, the conspiring against your teammates. It's uh-huh. the, it's the things that, that just make me hate LeBron James.
2: And it's, and this is the thing. I'm not sure if you got to the latest episode of The Gray Area. No, I haven't. But I, I'll say it here because I need the world to hear it. I'm going to say it on every podcast I go on. LeBron James thinks that he is Francis Underwood. From House of Cards. If you're familiar <laughs> with that show, it's a Netflix series. He he swears to God that he is Francis Underwood. He's back-channeling. He's networking. He's getting this guy to flip on that guy. Blah, 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 blah. But in all actuality, LeBron James is an IG dot who made it on to love and hip-hop. You're not clever. <laughs> you're not low. You're not doing anything that everyone doesn't already see, fam. You're not clever. Even this whole Anthony Davis thing that I tried to avoid... The whole move was telegraphed. It was Bush League. And everyone saw it coming a mile away. And yeah. that's why Del Dempsey he lost his job. That's fine. But I'm not even mad that he lost his job. I'm, I'm mad at the organization because the Pelicans were complicit in, in everything that took place two weeks ago. They were down for it. But the fact remains is everyone saw the movements. Even yeah. the, te- the, all of a sudden, Anthony Davis is clutch sports. A week before the training deadline, he, he requested <laughs> trade. They're at dinner together. You're not back-channeling. This was all an episode of love and hip-hop. Everyone saw it. You might as well have had a confessional scene. Knock it off. And then and then on top of that, you look good against the Clippers, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the Golden State game is load management, right?
1: Oh, my God. Don't even but get my, me started on that. Don't even get me he, started on
2: that. He missed a month. He missed an entire month. And did he need to miss a month? Because, again, because now the homosexuals, the, the, the they're going to come to his defense. No. But my man is walking around here with a glass of wine, Look, you're extra casual, right? If a person has a grade three groin strain, should he be gyrating on sidelines celebrating dunks and squatting with, with dress pants on? Uh, I,
1: I, 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 I w- w- want, want to do on. that to you. I want to do that. I want to agree with you on that one. I'm not going to go there for the simple I'm fact that, listen, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to go there because I like to give dudes the benefit of the doubt that if they're hurt, they're hurt. Sam, I'm, 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 I'm gonna. get had a
2: groin strain and was celebrating us doing I feel you. Ray,
1: I feel you. I'm trying to be a good Christian right now. Sunday. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt that he was hurt. All right. I'm gonna do that. But I'm my biggest problem move, is you missed what? How many games did LeBron miss? 20, 30 games or something like that? No, it wasn't
2: that long. We, we could do that too. It was 17 games.
1: It was 17 games or like that. It felt, it felt like 30 games. But all right, let's let's twenty something games, right? Let's say mm-hmm. this ballpark figure. And the first game back, you play, okay? You play, you look reasonably well. And then the right. next night on a back to back, and I get it, it's a back to back. It wasn't
2: even a back to back, man. He, they played. They played
1: Thursday night, and it was Saturday night. Saturday. You're, you're right, you're right, yes. you're right. Dog, load management.
2: But then here's the thing: this is me being a conspiracy theorist. I believe that he played that last game with them. They didn't want to get on the court with them Saturday because he knew full well if they had full squad against Golden State, it was going to be a ball game and it would have been no way to justify trading these players, right? Man. So he avoided playing with the young boys and Lance and Rondo, who was supposedly going to be part of the deal so that the next time they took the court by that Wednesday, the trade would have been done. Because I remember the trade was all the momentum, but the trade was moving wow. from that Monday and that Tuesday. And he didn't play until that Wednesday in in Indiana. True.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's when they got blown out by like a 100.
2: My sentiments. Exactly. He had this thing. Thinking he's Francis Underwood, thought he had it mapped out. I'm not going to play Saturday because we're going to look too good and it's not going to justify making a trade. And I'll look bad because it would have been my idea to treat all of these young guys to get another superstar. The reason Luke Walter has not been fired yet is because LeBron is so cognizant of
1: looking bad. Huh. I, I, I'm completely out on this player. I, 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 I feel, dog. I feel you. I am. I, I, I. never thought I could hate him more. Ow!
2: You saw my rants on on Twitter up until the trade deadline. I was over it,
1: fam. I hate him more now that he's on my team because he's doing. Of course, he's doing this on my team now. I didn't right. care when he was doing it on the Cavs. Like I can give a shit, but when he's when he's doing it to my Lakers and he's making this, and you know who I'm mad at? I'm not even mad at LeBron. It's like you know, LeBron, I look at LeBron like Donald Trump. He is who he is, right? Exactly. But you know who I'm mad at? I'm mad at the Republican Party. In this case, I'm mad at Genie. I'm mad at I'm mad at Magic, and I'm mad at Rod Palenka because they have enabled this. You know why I love? You know why I love Pat Riley? Because Pat Riley's that nigga. Pat Riley when this shit was trying to when he was trying to do this. In Miami, uh-huh. Pat uh-huh. shut that shit down quick. Pat was like, "Hey, no, no, no. no. Hey, who who, 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 I'm supposed to sit in a room with Maverick Carter, and Rich Paul, and they're gonna tell me how to run my organization? And he threw but five, now, cha- he threw five championships on the table. Like, bruh, nah, fam, we're not doing now, this. Man, Eric Spoke And
2: now we got, we got to be objective, Manny, Because now I'm gonna throw you an alley right. Here. This, this is why I'm here now. Okay. The Sessions are gonna say, but well, what, man, what has the Miami Heat done since LeBron left? What do you say to that? <sighs>
1: See, Listen, that's
2: the catch twenty two. It's whole
1: the ca- It is the catch twenty two. It's a. It's 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 the ultimate catch twenty two. I get that, but sometimes you gotta you gotta still maintain your 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 integrity in the situation. Yes, you have to maintain yes. your integrity in the situation. Look, I understand you want to be in 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 in, uh, in accordance with your with your with your superstar. Your superstar, sure. your organization, y'all all have to be succinct. Y'all all have to be on the same page. Y'all all have to be, um, together in this shit. It's not going to work. We know this. We understand this. But at some point, Magic and Rob have to sit down and say, you know what? Hey, we're not, we're not making this into the Cleveland Cavaliers West. We're just not doing this. We're not, we're and not going to do and this. I
2: fully expected that. And for some reason, Magic Johnson has become complicit in being Cavaliers West
1: because Magic is under the gun too. Magic's under the gun, too. Believe it or not, Magic is... Because his reputation is on the line here now, too. But he
2: did it to himself. He did it to
1: himself. I understand that. I understand that.
2: You spend... You do a whole media tour crushing Jim Buss. And then you put... And then, arrogantly, you believe that you had all the answers to the Lakers' problems.
1: But see, the problem... The problem with basketball now has become... Instead of building teams and building organizations... We want to build all-star teams. We want to build AAU right. teams. Cats don't understand that you have to build the team. You have to go through the like people. Like it's funny how people act like the Warriors are just this all-star team that was just put together. Hell no! No, like people forget Steph Curry was drafted. Clay Thompson was drafted. Harris—they drafted Harrison Barnes. They built these pieces. Chill
2: out, because they'll tell you, Jackson, and I'm like, Mark Jackson was not going to do what what Curry did. No, no, want
1: to hear it? No. And, and, and why do you think Mark Jackson has not gotten a job?
2: Because he's black. <laughs> that's
1: what they'll tell you. Yeah, that's what they'll tell you. People, people don't understand that while Mark Jackson was coaching the Warriors, he was trying to get the Clippers job. He was openly interviewing, oh. trying to get a backroom interview Mandy, for the Clippers don't job. You don't
2: understand how much of a scumbag Mark Jackson. Yes.
1: And then, and, and then this is know. what kills me. And then this is what kills me, Jav. When, when Donald Sterling goes Donald Sterling, who's the first person criticizing him? Mark Jackson! Hey, dude, but, so hold up, hold on. You 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 can't stand Donald Sterling, but you was willing to take his money six months prior. Come on, fam. Like, come on. The,
2: the dude was talking all of this God talk while getting extorted by a prostitute. What are we talking yeah, about?
1: Man, don't even, don't He's even. Fraud. Don't even He's get fraud. me going. Don't even get me going on that. Because if we go on, that's a whole nother podcast episode for another day. Trust. But, I mean, it's just like.
2: no respect for people. The thing is. They had. I know. I know. We gotta keep it moving. But how can we trust the coach who wanted to run an ISO ball offense with Stephen Clay? Come
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I know. I. But just yeah. This so cool. please, can we stop with this revisionist history of Mark Jackson as a head coach? Uh-huh. The highest. I mean, I. He was a solid head coach, and I think he should someday get another opportunity. But but let's stop with this myth that Mark Jackson was going to do the same thing that the Warriors are no. doing right now. He's he's
2: he, not. He did what he needed to do, like in the Matrix. They met the keymaker. The keymaker said, I can only show you the door. You got to go through it. Mark Jackson's job was to show them the door. Steve Kerr got them through the door. It is what it is.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: The team was organically built. Steve Kerr came in and made a couple of tweaks. He said, "Yo, this traditional lineup is not gonna work. We're gonna go small. Draymond, you're starting. Draymond, you're the de facto point guard because I see what you can do." Mark Jackson was never gonna do that. No. KD came in. KD. People keep killing KD and saying, "I've had people say that KD's like a stripper." He came and he shook his ass for a championship at Golden State, and I'm like, "Absolutely not. Y'all don't. Y'all gotta think about the basketball. Golden State and even Miami, when Miami has the requisite parts." It's all about ball movement against <coughs> high end yep. boutique players yep. and, op- and places on the floor where they could get high efficient looks at all times. Playing with Westbrook, Westbrook is, West- all you're going to do with Westbrook is you're going to get the shots that he doesn't take. Yeah. Golden State, you're going to get, you're going to get shots where there's nobody around you because defense is not willing to hedge off of anybody except Steph Curry. Steph Curry's the only person to truly getting
1: double teamed over there. As a point Man, guard, right now, would you rather play with Steph Curry or Russell Westbrook? Steph, exactly. Gonna, it's just win. It's basic. It's basic basketball. Like I, I don't understand, but we're not even going to touch on that. But 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 I went on this Warrior tangent because I think people forget that the Warriors built this team from the ground up. The Warriors weren't Steph. this manufactured All Star team. Uh-huh. They they built that team. They built that team from the ground up with smart moves, smart additions. They drafted mm-hmm. well. They developed well. Like they got, they did get the break of all time because Curry's ankles was fucked up and he signed a team friendly deal. They did get that break. Yeah. But hey, sometimes, but sometimes in life you need luck. Sometimes in life you need luck. Sometimes in life you just need luck. Like sometimes you can have the greatest of talents and everything in the right place, but sometimes you just need that extra divine intervention. It's just going to happen like that in life in any field and any, and any walk of life.
2: And they made the decision to cut bait on a coach when they, instead
1: of standing up on ceremonies, yep. they cut bait on a the coach they knew wasn't good for the overall culture
2: of the team. They brought it, they brought in a forward thinking coach. Then they realized, you know what? If we're going to beat LeBron James and Kyrie Irving, we need someone even beyond Steph Curry who's going to get us to the promised land. KD, pull up. Everything about Golden State was forward thinking. Then we going back to our Lakers, which is how we got here. Mm-hmm. Bringing in Lonzo Ball. Bringing in Brandon Ingram, (coughs) having a Kyle Kuzma. You already have the pieces in place for forward thinking. Now you're supposed to bring in pieces to complement these young players so that you can play to their strengths as opposed to now having Alonzo Ball be a 3 and D player, which is not what he's meant to do.
1: Exactly. And then you wonder why he's inconsistent. And then you are wondering why he's inconsistent or when he's having bouts of inconsistencies because he's not playing his best. He's not being utilized to his best potential.
2: And then people. The thing is, you have people who are willing to to be lied to by the media. You have you have a person like a Stephen A. Smith who, who is an icon. Let's be frank. But at the end of the day, he has a personal issue. I don't know what happened with him and LeVar, but since, but he goes out of his way to take salacious shots at Lonzo. Lonzo hasn't played in three weeks. Yet he's on first stick. I'm seeing clips of him still attacking Lonzo Ball. The Magic's decision to draft so. But people, people at the same time, will always turn a blind eye when he does well. Even Lakers fans. When Le- when LeBron got hurt and Kuzma came back, because Kuzma was out for a second too, the Lakers were playing well. They went into OKC and in won, right? Mm-hmm. And they controlled that game before they lost. They-, they got away from them late because they were a young team, so fourth quarter is always going to be shaky. The following game in Houston, all of us knew we was gonna. I don't know why, but we all knew we was gonna cook Houston. And lo and behold, we were cooking Houston. We were up 17 points. Uh Lonzo Ball, eight points, 11 assists at halftime. His ankle gets hurt. The team has been three and seven since he can we can we
1: stop with this narrative that Lonzo's a bust? Can we stop? Can we stop with this narrative? I'll I'll go out. Here's a hot take: Is Lonzo that much different than Ben Simmons?
2: No, he's not. He's just not six ten and dating a Kardashian.
1: Exactly. They,
2: they are the same player. Exactly. But, but the difference is, one is in Philly and allowed to play to his strengths, while the other one is under the gun of Phil, of, of Los Angeles, and now being asked to do something that he's not good at. But, but the fact remains is any true Lakers fan knows that when Zoe is on the floor and allowed to play his game, the Lakers have always looked better. Better. He,
1: he is a winning player. He yes. is a winning player. I, I, I'll ask you. I don't know how much college basketball you watch. Where's U C L A at right now? Where was UCLA? Yeah, where was UCLA before and where was UCLA at now?
2: Make my point exactly. One year with Lonzo Ball.
1: Change the entire Change the entire program. The entire program. Yes, they have like
2: LeBron is all about himself because how can you not see that what you have in the zone and realize, you know what, I don't have to do half the things that I that I usually do to have to win. I can chill. I can I can I like I can go catch an alley. I can cut to the rim and get a pass, right, a perfect pass right to me and lay the ball up. No, but I want to dribble. I want to get my stats. I told people years ago, after Kobe, I think Kobe won his first chick post-shack. LeBron, and he lost to Orlando. LeBron walked around with a check my stats t-shirt. And that let me know everything I needed to know about LeBron James. He's all about stats. He's all about himself. It doesn't matter.
1: Masked, masked as a ultimately unselfish, I'm a good guy, blah, 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 this He's and a that. a
2: passive aggressive
1: Super it's passive, a, super uh, passive aggressive. It's
2: okay. And like I said, like I, I have like du- dueling interests. I want my legacy to be good because, because I can't live with just losing anymore. But a part of me wants to be so bad that he just has to be traded so I don't have to see him on my team anymore. That's really where I'm at right
1: now. Yeah, dog. No, I, 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 I hate it. I'm disgusted by it every day because it just, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. And God forbid they don't do something stupid in the offseason. God forbid. Oh, I mean,
2: you mean attempt the same trade that they tried at the deadline? Yes. Yes. Man, if they yes. just don't give Boogie the bag and chill out, cause, cause I believe that this team is fine. You get some, you get, first of all, I want to fight magic for signing Lance, Rondo, and, <laughs> and, 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 Michael Beasley and even JaVale to a certain degree. You so you got LeBron James and you didn't get shooters.
1: True. I, I, I didn't mind one of those deals happening. Like, I didn't mind the Rondo because I thought Rondo with, 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 Lon- with Lonzo was perfect because who better to learn from? Cause I've always said this. I thought, I think that Lonzo's ceiling is a mix of Ray Rondo with Jason Kidd. Right. That, that's his ceiling for me. He's a better, more athletic, better shooter than Rondo. So why not grow, Why not learn from the master? You know what I'm saying. But the Lance, even though I like Lance, like, and I think he's he's been a good addition for the most part. Like, why make that deal? He, he's not a shooter. He doesn't fit LeBron. Javale, I've actually been surprised. I didn't like the Javale signing. I've actually been. But think about
2: it. They gave they gave Rondo nine million dollars. They could have given Ariza fifteen. They could. I think um,
1: they could have given Julius the two for twenty. That he got.
2: Julius two for twenty. I believe the, the what is his name? Oh my goodness, he he's hurt right now. But Tyreek Evans, I think signed for twelve million dollars. These are players that we could have used.
1: Hey man, Hey, you know? listen. So we, if you're
2: telling me in the off season we're, we getting rid of Luke because I don't, I just it's not that I don't like Luke. He's just not capable of coaching
1: LeBron. No, he's yeah. not capable. And 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 and, and yeah, it's uh, we saw this a mile away. Like I I knew it. If Luke got off to a bad start or to even a shaky start or he just he just didn't he didn't kiss Maverick Carter's ass you know in the first mm-hmm. two weeks of the season or Rich Paul's ass in the first two weeks of the season it was gonna be over and what happened it's over and he's
2: not but he has not again people here's the thing I love Luke I, I mean, I, you know we in a thread we argue with Baylor sometimes it's, it's, it's bigger than Lucas in a, a position where he's always going to fail.
1: He's in a no-win situation. First of all, he wasn't Magic's guy. So he going in, he's already at a disadvantage because you're you're working for guys that didn't bring you into the organization. And then
2: you bring in players that he wa- he wants to do his best to appease. A lot of a lot about lack of rotations because he wants to play everybody. That's not going to work. What the Lakers need in the offseason is is two things. Shooting and assholes. And here's what I mean. Boogie's a jerk. But I need Boogie in my locker room next season just for LeBron. So when LeBron gets on his BS, we have a real dude in there, an OG to a degree, to check LeBron, who's not going to go for that nonsense. And you also need that at the head coach position. LeBron James has had all of these yes men throughout the year. But that's the There's thing
1: LeBron is running the show. He's not going to, none of this yeah. is going to happen, Jarvis. None of this, show, none of this is going to happen. The only
2: coach he ever really respected was Tyron Lue. Why is that? Because going to speak up for himself.
1: I want You Jason, want Tyron Lue?
2: You no, know, I want Jason Kidd because Kidd is a
1: jerk. Kidd? Oh, I God, Kidd.
2: no. No, but first of all, if you're going to keep Lonzo Ball, why not have kid as
1: the coach? I see where you're going with it, but I'm just uh, Jason Kidd. First of all, I'm tired Jason of hearing Kidd. Jason Kidd's this great coach. He flamed out in New Jersey, and he flamed see, out in Milwaukee. Uh,
2: see, that flame I talk had nothing to do with basketball, though, man. It wasn't
1: like I get that, but if we're gonna say if we're gonna apply the same thing to Mark Jackson, let's apply the same thing to Jason Kidd.
2: Yeah, but Jason Kidd—the things that Jason Kidd was doing was trying to make power plays inside the organization, not not sleeping prostitutes and then throwing a the fight.
1: True, in your face. true. Said, but Jason Kidd also got a DUI. <laughs> Wasn't did mean, he that's
2: get? A, re, I, that's regular. That's
1: yeah, it's regular. It's regular. I'm just, but I'm, but just, I'm, I, just I'm just, I'm just not, not into the Jason, Jason Kidd as a head coach thing.
2: player. I, I, I like him because he's one, and the players that at both stops, players play fair. That's something to be said for that. I get what you, I get your concerns. That's, that's not something to, like the white dude knows You don't want your coach getting jammed up in L.A. or Malibu, getting drunk or snorting coke or something crazy like it. Not to say Jay Kent coke, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But, yeah. Even,
2: but even even then when he was in Jersey, he had to he has some issues with women and whatnot. He, he, he's had a track record off the court.
1: But it's what not I'm even not, that. It's just the the personality. It just feels right. like a you fire you fire a young coach who actually has some potential for for a, a rehash. I get it. it. Who are you gonna bring in? That's the thing. That's the thing. See, this is the this is the problem when you fire Luke Walton. Who's 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 a better candidate? Who can you tell me right now is a better candidate?
2: I want a jerk as my head coach for LeBron James specifically. I want Boogie in there for LeBron James specifically.
1: Again, you're building you're you're making moves for LeBron James specifically. And that's the problem.
2: He's there. We gotta work around.
1: I get that. I get that, but that's the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. That is the root of the issue right then and there. So the
2: trade in. Cause that's all, that's really
1: I'm I'm not saying that you don't do, you don't do your best to try to, try to appease and work in unison. But at some point, there has to be, uh, you know, someone, someone has to be an adult in the room and say, look, we're like, cause if that was the case, Eric Sposa would have lost his job years ago when LeBron gave him a glare or bumped into him or whatever the fuck it was that happened. Like. <sighs> But we had an adult in the room, in Pat Riley that said no. Now that's not happening in L.A. because Magic Luke is not Magic's guy. God forbid who the hell, who the hell would have been Magic's guy had he had a chance to hire a coach. Because if well, he can't pick role players, I, I I find it hard to believe he's going to find a coach to to to. And I hate killing Magic because I love Magic. Who doesn't love Magic? Especially if you're a Laker fan. But it's like dog.
2: I'm starting to fall out of love with Magic. I'm,
1: I am too. I he I am too
2: all, Again, he talked all of these things about Jim Bus, And he's done a lot of the things that Buss has done Outside of getting LeBron He's made a lot of the mistakes he criticized Jim Bus for making
1: And the LeBron thing was a layup This idea that, that only Magic could have gotten LeBron Bullshit no, no, no. Think, about, think about it Jerry West said it himself LeBron chose the Lakers and not the other way around Period uh, Yeah, yeah Man, oh man. Let's, let's oh, move man. on. Cause again, we can make a, a podcast because episode. You can
2: stay right here all day. You yeah, can stay
1: here all day just <laughs> ranting about fucking our Lakers, man. But let's talk about some other teams real quick. Um, let's get it. Uh, you buying the Bucks as a, uh, as the, as a number one seed and will they hold on to the number one seed? Well, essentially, the first half, essentially, the second half storyline is out of those four teams in the East, who gets the, who, who, who gets the top seed and who advances to the Eastern Conference finals? Um, I, I
2: think that I'm, I'm buying them as a one seed. I'm not sure if I'm buying them as a finals contender, but I, I I'm on record as saying that I believe that Meritage pickup is super underrated. Very. And and mm-hmm. and if you know, because I believe now that with Budahose as the coach, even more shooting in the playoffs, when the games get shakier and the calls don't happen as frequently, Giannis has more room to op- operate because in the players, we've seen that his games haven't flowed in the playoffs because he's not getting the calls. He's not getting the room to, to get those driving lanes to get off how he normally gets off. But having more shooters getting that one-on-one ability makes the Bucks even more difficult to stop in the postseason. But I, I think that I, I, I think they can keep that one seed and I think they have a shot. If, if Meritish comes in and does what I think he can do? Yeah. Shout out to the Bucks.
1: Huh. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm not ready to go there yet with the Bucks. Um, I don't they know. There's just something about that, that team that just, I, I don't know if they're there yet. I, I think they're, they're missing something. I don't know what that something is, but I think they're missing something. I don't like Bledsoe at the point. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't like Bledsoe at the point. I, I like Budenholzer as a coach. I do like the Meritick signing, I think, or the, the Meritick trade. I think that was an underrated trade at the, at the deadline. Um, mm-hmm. We saw the impact that he had on New Orleans last year when he got there at the trade deadline. I think he's going to have a similar impact on that squad. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm not ready to go there with the Bucks just yet. I'm, I'm just not ready to go there with the Bucks just yet. Um, what about the Raptors? They,
2: they have to earn the respect. The rappers, yeah, they got to
1: earn the respect. Um, they got to earn the respect.
2: If you would have told me they could have gotten Chubbs out of there and, and brought in Mike Conley, I would have been more of a fan of, of the trade, your trade deadline moves. I just believe that as long as, as Chubbs is there, Chubbs being Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. as long as he's there. I Mr.
1: Don't Mr. Going to no go one. see sports psychologist during the playoffs?
2: Right, he has to go decompress. Like, as long as that's <laughs> what's happening, yeah. and even if he is a floor space, he can shoot, he can create off the dribble, and as long as he's not doing that when they need him to, then it's meaningless.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I don't love Toronto as much as other people do either. Um, to me, I think the East comes down to Boston and Philly, and I think Philly is just in. I I think I think Boston's in Philly's head. I don't love Philly as much as other people do either. Neither. Um, I think that team is a is 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 a is a mental breakdown waiting to happen. I don't love Simmons in a big game. Um, Jimmy, can can we stop with how is Jimmy Butler escaping criticism? Can we talk about that?
2: It's not that he's escaping. At some point people started to remember that jimmy butler's not
1: this star that he was no i, I don't think people remember i don't this is where i disagree with you i, I, I think that huh? people are trying to t- trying to tell us that jimmy butler's the superstar i'm like first of all jimmy butler's not a superstar jimmy butler's a and nice player it's a very good player very good player nice player are you winning with jimmy butler is jimmy butler huh? can you put jimmy butler right now on the hornets and they're a championship contender no he's not a transcendent player he's not a superstar he's a star on a really good team. He's the second or third option. I would, I would say more third option, but he's not a great, he, but he's not, he's not on that level. And now this is now the third team now, third franchise that he's had issues in the locker room with. At some point, it's not, it's not everybody else's fault. It's Jimmy Butler's fault. I
2: think I, when I look at Jimmy in, in that situation, as soon as he came in there, they were talking this whole thing about he and uh, Andy were having conflict about roles in the offense, and it's like, big dog, I get it. He's a, he's a pretty, he's pretty good in the fourth quarter. He, you could, I'd say he's clutch in the fourth. He does what, he does what's necessary. He makes the plays he needs to make. Cool. But he's not box office to use that phrase he's not he's not that guy he's he's a good player he's a solid like if if you want to talk like 2k ratings he's a cool 89 he's not 94 95 you know but he believes that he is that's the problem (laughs) But now and because of his personality a lot of times you can't you're not winning basketball based on talent alone his personality is, is is borderline diva ish that now if you, I'm willing to bet that if Philly had to do it over again, they would have traded for Tobias initially and never brought Jimmy Butler in. Because it's just, it's just no way with the way Ben Simmons plays the game, the way MB plays the game, that you're even going to get a Jimmy Butler at the peak of his abilities. Because there's just no room on the floor for all of that. Even Tobias has to do less now. that. Tobias is going to be mostly... I catch a shoot guy. I mean, he'll have moments when, when the minutes get staggered where he could be a little bit more than that. But when all, floor, when all four of them are on the floor, you're not going to be able to get a Exactly. A- it's a- the same. A- it's, it's
1: kind of the same issue that they had in Minnesota.
2: Right. I mean, like I said, I, I, expect, at first I was, I had Bozo Nation, aka the Knicks, overpaying for Campbell Walker and Tobias Harris. I have admitted that now because I don't think that Philly's going to let Tobias Harris leave because they made the mistake <laughs> of messing the team up last season by letting their shooting go. I think Tobias is gonna get re-signed by Philly, and I think the Bozos are gonna end up overpaying Jimmy Butler, like giving him like 170 million.
1: Oh God. Let's let's yeah, should we even talk about the Knicks? Right. No, we don't have to. <sighs> <laughs> Man, the, Knicks, the Knicks. The Knicks. Such a proud franchise. Billion dollar valued organization, and they're run yeah. by a bunch of clowns, but whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, I agree with you with, with the Sixers. I think that, uh, I think that they're going to have some issues there. It, it's just, they just basically recreated Minnesota Timberwolves, the 2019 edition. And, and, and that's oh, yeah. the issue, and that's the issue that they're having now. And again, I, I also don't believe in Brett Brown in a big game. I think he gets, I, I think he gets out coached by Brad Stevens consistently. Consistently. Uh Um, I just say that the Celtics are not intimidated by the six, by the Sixers. And I think that when it comes down to it, I think the Celtics are going to beat them. And I think that, I think the Celtics have a little bit more talent than the Sixers. I know the Sixers are flashy because they have that good starting five, but outside of that, I I don't, I don't love the Sixers. The Sixers
2: Sixers are are the all last name team right now made all yeah. these games together and people yeah. on the internet lost their minds. They're like, to
1: the finals. Yeah. But I I think but that's the biggest storyline to me of the second half. I think is which one of those four teams can take the get the top seed and then mm-hmm. and uh who's going to play in that conference final cuz that's to me that's that's the most that's the most interesting part of the playoffs, you know, cuz the West is it's the Warriors. Are we are we let's not kid ourselves. Let's not fabricate some team that's got a chance. If that team is healthy and firing all cylinders, the War nobody's beating the Warriors in the West. Agreed. I don't even think I'll say this. I don't even think the Warriors are I think the Warriors might play a game 6 at most in any series. You think uh,
2: I think I think the Rockets are going to be difficult for them. I, just, I just when you watch them play, they they, they never really uh, the Rockets just Getting their way enough to win This, end, is,
1: the this is your this close. is your James Harden fandom coming into effect.
2: Not, not necessarily. I mean, I'm talking about what we've seen thus far since Chris Paul's gotten into Houston, like the games with Golden State and Houston, with the exception, of, I think, maybe two blowouts. You've had a lot of games with Golden State. They have. They're not playing. They're not flowing, so to speak.
1: Houston's not the same team they were last year. Houston's gonna. Nah, Houston's gonna. But rule even the, the games da- they played this year, it, the games have been. A, they've I been close. Ugly. They've been. They've been. They've but been ugly games. Cl- I think Houston could get two games. Uh, I disagree. I think Houston missed the opportunity. I think Houston missed the opportunity last year. Uh, I think they, they had, they had the Warriors on the ropes. Uh, I I said it on my podcast then. I'll say it on, uh, when you have the defending champs, a dynasty down 17 in game six and down 15 in game seven to close out games, you gotta, you gotta put your nail in the coffin. You gotta put the nail in the coffin. You gotta put the stake in their hearts and beat them. And they didn't do that. And they're going to rue the day that they didn't do that. And, uh. I don't yeah, think the Rockets are the same I team. I just don't think the Rockets are the same team right now. Um, from they were, that they were last year. Obviously record wise, they're not, but just, just uh, overall, just watching that team, they just don't have the same crispness and energy. I think Chris Paul's just not the same player. Um, I know he's been out for a while and he's getting the swing of things. But I just don't, I don't, honestly, I don't see the only team. And I know this is crazy to say. I, I don't think OKC is there. I don't think. Uh, Denver's not there. Denver's not ready for prime time just yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Denver better be careful. They don't see a, a big time team like the Lakers in the postseason huh. in that first round series.
2: Uh, Denver's not a good matchup for us, to be frank.
1: I think I I think if Denver plays the Lakers in a first round best of seven, I think th- I think we got a hell of a chance to beat them. I really believe uh, that. I think I have- think if you're, I think Denver's quietly hoping that they don't get that that the Lakers somehow don't get hot. And, uh-huh. and sneak into the postseason. I don't
2: know. I just, it's, it's playing in Denver. Just our history of playing in that city. Yeah,
1: I, I'm not. I, I look, I'm not saying that we're going to sweep them four straight. I'm just saying <laughs> that I could see us beating them in a tough seven first round seven yeah. game series. I dig it. The experience, LeBron alone. Say what you want to say about him, but look, I don't. I can't see LeBron losing a playoff series to the Denver Nuggets.
2: Fair enough, but this ain't your typical Denver Nuggets,
1: to, True. to be fair. True, I, I just I'm not, I'm not ready to go there with the Denver Nuggets yet. They got to earn everything. We talk about Milwaukee and Giannis having to earn it. Uh, Denver definitely has to earn it. I dig it. They got to earn it. Um, outside of them, I mean, the only team that I can see giving the Warriors a little bit of trouble in the postseason is, it's going to sound shocking to you, the trouble is.
2: <laughs> so, let me get this straight.
1: I like the, the Rock- moves that they have made. What
2: am talking about? Hold on, let's circle back. So go mean, ahead. The Rockets can't get two games off of them, but yeah. Portland can? Yeah.
1: How, I think they can, I think they can, I think they can match up score for score with the Warriors. I think they can score just like the Warriors can. Yeah. I, 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 I like the additions that they've made. I like Rodney Hood. I like the Rodney Hood addition. I like the, Enos Cantor is quietly going to be an underrated pickup for the, for the Trailblazers. He's a okay. dog. He can shoot. He could score, he gives him a little scoring off the bench, especially in the low post, especially when Nurkic goes through his typical, you know, Nurkic is one of those guys where one night he gives you 28 and 10 and looks like he's a, he's a borderline all-star. And then the next mm-hmm. night he's got four 10 points. So, so in the nights,
2: The team that got packed up last year with the addition of Ennis Kenner, is now allowed for at least two games.
1: Hey, that was last year. I'm talking about this year, fam. That I was mean, last year. Only, to me, there's not much different happening in, 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 Portland fan, this is not that much of a difference happening to. me. Well, well, uh-huh. Just remember this conversation if it happens. Absolutely, just remember this conversation. Yeah. I like yeah. I I I like Portland's team. I like the additions that they've made. I know last year was a bad look. I'm a Lillard fan, and I and I I had egg oh. on my face last year because he was just completely completely just. Outworked, out hustled, out out manned uh, by Drew uh, and Rondo. I get that. I understand that. But hey, what are you going to do? Got to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand how you're still so high on the Rockets. That, the James Harden dribble, dribble, uh, dribble, dribble shoot, dribble, 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 step back, dribble, dribble, dribble. dribble that's worked wonder. That's worked wonders in the playoffs.
2: All I said was he, they could get two games off the Golden State Warriors. That's all I'm saying, man. Okay. Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, really
1: beat the a, a healthy a healthy Warriors team. They're gonna get yeah. two games. Ah, uh, hey man, I can I see that happening if James Harden just goes off for of sixty in each game. Well, oh,
2: I mean, do you want to talk about it? Because it seems like you, you're ready to. talk Let's go about
1: ahead. It. Let's talk about it, man. The, let's, this let's, this let's
2: hard an issue that you have, I don't.
1: I don't, I don't have understand. a hard issue. I don't <laughs> have a Harden issue.
2: Dribble, dribble, dribble. Step back. Sounds like an issue.
1: <laughs> I'm just tired of people telling me that James Harden is this superstar, this great player, and he's not. Wow. He's not. You know why he's not? Because this is a guy that consistently folds in big spots. Consistently. There's a track record now. Not a small sample size. There is a wide enough sample size now where you can honestly—
2: How wide is the sample size, Manny?
1: Uh, we can go back to the 2012 finals where he shot OKC out of the finals. I mean,
2: I knew um, you, I knew you were going to we, take we, the cliched we, approach of, of holding we, a finals loss. Like we, everyone runs back to that. We, we could
1: we could go back to the 2014 mm-hmm. first round uh, of the NBA playoffs where we talked about Lillard getting outplayed last year. Lillard completely outplayed him in that series. Completely, completely Dwight completely Howard was played. their best player. The guy that they that they hated that they couldn't wait to get the hell out of Houston. Dwight Howard was the plus, best player in that series. Right. Folded in that series. Uh-huh. Uh, I know what you're gonna give me. 2015, the comeback, the the comeback of all ages against the Clippers. First of all, it's the Clippers. They are who they are. Who they are, the Clippers and Chris uh-huh. Paul. Number right. two, when the Clippers were when the when the when the when the Rockets were making that comeback, who was on the court? Oh my god! Who was on the court? James Harden was sat the entire fourth quarter. So that's his
2: fault. That that the coach just rolled the hot hand. All I know is. But,
1: when he was playing, they were down by 25, about to get ousted, right. and with him sitting on the bench. Now, I'm not saying it was just that would have happened, regardless. You
2: know, what kills me about y- your whole
1: that But 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 no no. Let me finish. Let me finish, yeah. sir. Let me yeah, finish. Man. Let me You're finish. Right now. Let just me finish, sir. But 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 if you want to give him, but if you want to give him a pass for all of those, I'm not giving him. A- no 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 no. Let me I'm let, gonna, me, let me let me finish. finish. Let me finish. If you want to give him a pass for all those, okay, fine. I'm with you. Give him a pass. What I can't give him a pass for is last season. Right. You got top seed in the West, 60 60 plus games, MVP. Everybody's throwing bouquets at this man all year. Mm-hmm. All year, right? Game six, up by 17. Can't close the Warriors out. Okay, you want to say, ah, the Warriors defending champions. It's hard to close them out at, at home. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You and I both saw game seven. Right. They dom- they dominated the Warriors that first half. Dominated first, them.
2: The first quarter. on
1: Dominated them. And then there was a stretch in that game. Well, I believe the Rockets missed 27 straight. It was either 24 or 27 straight. Mm-hmm. Three-point shots. If you're James Harden, if you're so great, if you're the superstar, icon, whatever the... All the words that I want to hear that everybody just throws at me that James Harden is. James Harden is this. James Harden is that. So in the huddle, in the huddle, yo, Mike... Hey, scrap that shit Give me the ball Get the hell out of my way I'm I'm taking this home tonight Clearly my teammates don't have it I'm taking this home tonight Jordan would've did that Kobe would've did that LeBron The man we hate the most LeBron would've did that Superstars do that James Harden didn't do that The softest 35 points I've ever seen in my life Bruh, I'm tired of James Harden I'm tired of James Harden, bruh I'm tired of it Go ahead, I'll let you speak now Go ahead
2: you know what, what's killing me here is that you have already decided what it is how you feel about James
1: Harden. I'm not even sure I could move you over that. But no, so I know I want to be swayed. I want to be moved. Move me, please. Move me.
2: You, you. What do you? What, when you? Let me ask you a question first. I just, I just want to. I want to check your temperature. When you speak about Russell Westbrook, what do you normally
1: say? I don't think you can win a. Ch- I don't think you can win a championship with Russell Westbrook.
2: You don't think you can win a championship with Westbrook, but you, I feel like you probably have more. The fact that you said that so casually already leads me to believe that you have more respect for Westbrook than you do for
1: no. I hard. don't. No, actually, I don't. Actually, I don't.
2: So you think he's overrated and overrated as well. Very okay. Very. That's fair. so. So at least I know. I just you to check your temperature first. Um, when it comes to James Harden and and the criticisms uh, of him and his shortcomings, I believe that he's unfairly judged. There's there's a lot of evidence to support that he does show up in the playoffs. I I think that, you know, especially you, Manny, you highlight his egregious failures. But in 2012, before the finals, leading up to the finals, the conference finals against the Spurs, he packed the Spurs team up. It was documented that he, him coming off the bench, switching momentum and putting the ball in his hands and moving Westbrook off the ball, operating as a de facto point guard on, on the crunch five lineups was the person who packed that Spurs team away. You know, with, with, against Portland, I believe, I'm not sure who the coach was, whether it was Rick Adelman or Kevin McHale. A lot of the shortcomings of that team losing four straight after being up to love had a lot to do with the lack of adjustments being made. Even, even the Clippers series. Down 3-1. A choke artist does not come back if he's down 3-1. Game 5, he showed up. Game 6, you say he was on the bench during that run. But it had no, it had less to do with him and more to do with the fact that the coach of the team rolled the hot hand and he got to the conference finals. Like, like, for the life of me, I can't understand how a choke artist as a solo act has gotten to two conference finals in the most difficult conference. Uh, everyone unanimously agrees that the Western Conference is where it's at. And he's gotten to the conference finals in the Warriors' era twice. Choke artists don't do that. You you can't you can't say that. You know you to to to, to the Warriors series down up they were up sixteen in Game Six. We all knew the Warriors were going to come back. What is a sixteen point lead to the greatest office of all time at home? When in that entire series, each and every third quarter, whether home or away. They were blowing the Rockets off the floor. We already know what it is. You know, the Spurs series. Everyone loves Russell Westbrook. When he was when he when he when he, when he lost to the Spurs, I believe it was two seasons ago, prior right. to Chris Paul pulling up. Right. Right? Their big gets hurt. I forget who. I think it was Montrez Harrow got hurt. And for some reason, Mike D'Antoni decides to play with a six-man rotation. There is no way in hell that they're gonna beat the San Antonio Spurs, riding James Harden to the fall the- after he had a did, did,
1: did you did you forget did you forget that that was a game six where Lamarcus Allridge didn't play and Kawhi Leonard were out too?
2: So is, is James Harden a robot? Is he is like because these guys are not mm-hmm. playing? He's supposed to summon up the energy to just fi- just to find it. So,
1: so so he was so he was tired. tired. So he was tired. He was tired. Yeah. Is what you're, Oh okay. So that's so the, so that's a justifiable excuse now. He was just tired.
2: About it, but it's the problem with fans like yourself. Y'all want to talk. Y'all y'all just want these things to make sense in your perspective. But at the end of the day, the pace they were playing at, against the quality of competition, regardless of who's playing and who's not playing, you can't expect him to continue to perform at that level. Kobe wasn't asked to do that. LeBron never was asked to do that. Jordan was never asked to do that. So why are we asking James Harden to do that? Okay. The same Westbrook that everyone says has all his heart. All so you, his
1: you, keep, you keep bringing Westbrook to me like I'm a Westbrook defender. I hate Westbrook. Like I,
2: it's not about you. But what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. in Westbrook's triple-double season, Everyone held him to a higher regard, and Harden came through and packed that boy up at his house. Yeah. And this is this is a choke artist. He played his game in Game Seven. He did not show up against Golden State. He showed all the way up against Golden State. The shots did not fall. What more do you want from this man?
1: The shots, the shots don't tend to fall a lot in big games, but that's just me.
2: But but what do we? I'd rather the guy take the shot and miss. Did not take the shot. I feel you.
1: I understand. I I feel it.
2: Game seven against Chris Paul. I feel it. He's a joke artist, but he closed him. He's not a joke artist. He's had egregious failures. He's had some really high highs.
1: I just, I just want you to admit. No, repeat that. Repeat that. He's had some what?
2: He's had some egregious failures and he's had some high highs as well. He's, he's somewhere in the middle, but he, to me, he's the most consistent in the Golden State Warrior era of the Western Conference. He has been their most consistent foil. That's something to be said for
1: that. You know what? You, you convinced me a little bit. You, you had, no, no, honestly, I'm not, I'm not just shitting. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you. Like, you've actually moved me a little bit. All I am saying, all I am, I that all, <laughs> I, all, I, all I am saying, all I am saying is, can, you know, for a guy that gets lauded as uh-huh. being this great player, can I, you know, there's no, there's no crime in losing you know, you lose to the Warriors in a tough, hard fought game seven. I'm not saying that. There's no crime right. to that. But can I, I, I just, I, the, the, you would admit his egregious playoff failings have been pretty bad. You, oh, so you, sure. you, you would agree with that, right?
2: Here's where I agree with you. The, those shortcomings, those fails, they'll never be erased until he wins a championship. He's in that mode now where it's like, now it's championship or plus. He got the resume now. He has it. He has the MVPs. You can say he should have two or three MVPs. He might win another MVP this year. He's been the most consistent shooting guard since Kobe retired. He has all of these accolades. Now he has to win. Our championship is the only thing that's going to validate him now. Fair enough.
1: Facts. See, that, that, that's all I wanted to, that's all I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear you be honest enough to say, you know what? His, his playoff shortcomings have been that bad and he needs a championship or he needs this, that, and the other. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's all I wanted to hear. If, if you said that, I could respect it. If I, if you, if you were to tell me that that's what you, that, that that's what he needs and this is, that's a fair assessment and evaluation, but there we are some hard.
2: Getting, you can't keep getting countless stats. Now, at this, at this point in Harden's career. It's about rings. I mean, if you just keep getting nice stats and no rings, you just hear. It,
1: you exactly, know? and that is my point. That is my point. He can have all the 60-point triple doubles and all that. That's great, wonderful, awesome, entertaining. I just want to see more on the resume. That's all. That is all I want to see. I want to see more on the resume that counts that matters. That's all. You know, no, that's, no, no. That's, is, is that a fair? Well, you, you got to
2: stop killing this man like like, like he's John Starks in 94 side.
1: I need you to stop doing it, fam. He's had some moments. Ah, come on, listen. I won't. I know. won't forget. I won't forget that 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 2016 ouster by the Spurs, bro. Your Fair two enough. best. Your two best players are not on the court. Game six at home, bro. You got a must. Outrageous. You got to muster your energy to, to, to. And it's not like he he. You know. It, you know, like bro. Their two best players didn't play. Mm. Like you got you got like I, I don't care if you gotta basically, you know, do some Santeria, brujeria shit. Like, bruh, something. You gotta muster enough energy to put to 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 it was,
2: a, it was a bad look, man. I'll give you that.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a terrible look, right? Now he had he lost that series in seven, I I can't kill him, because the Spurs were probably the better team that year. But when you lose and it's not like they lost by one point or they lost on a fluke. They they got blown out. They
2: did. They did.
1: That's all I'm saying. I just, I just.
2: He's been doing that for years.
1: True. True. True indeed. True indeed. That's what I'm saying. But I I just, I just want James Harden in the biggest of moments and the biggest of spots to come through like the play.
2: So what if he loses but shows up the way you want him to show up?
1: I I can't kill him. I can't kill him. I cannot kill him. See, I'm not those one of those like, oh, it's, it's only a championship or nothing. No. Like, I understand that there's a lot of things that go into winning a championship. It's not just guys going out there and scoring 55 points, 12 rebounds, 17 assists. No, I I get that. I understand that. But James Harden now, see, this is, this is my problem with fans. You want to laud him and praise him and put him on that plat, on that pedestal? Bruh. There's a lot that goes into that. We don't just put guys on that pedestal just to put them on there. Like, when you get put on that pedestal, like, you got to answer the call. I don't want to hear that you're tired in a playoff game. I don't want to hear that, oh, well, this guy was this or this guy was that, or that Chris Paul hurt his hamstring. Who won the MVP last year? Was it James Harden or was it Chris Paul? I I must have missed it.
2: But that's not how the NBA works. I get that. I understand. that's not how that works. You need your requisite parts to win a championship.
1: Facts. I understand that. I do. I really as a, do.
2: As a Kobe fan, you should be even more understanding of what Harden is going You, you should, you should definitely understand.
1: We, we ain't, we ain't never had Kobe have flameouts the way he had, bro. Wait, what? The only, the only flameout, oh. the only flameout that you can say that you can give Kobe, I don't count, I don't count the Utah Jazz and, against was I,
2: what? I, I, I don't
1: flameout. Oh, okay. Flame out. The only
2: flame. Game game seven against Phoenix was what? Not a flame
1: out? Flame out. Those are the only two that you could count against. And, and and if you want to count the Pistons, but that to me was an entire roster, not, not just Kobe. That was, that was. happened though, my guy. I understand that. But that was, but that was, have you ever seen Kobe play as badly as Harden has played in some of these big spots? Damn.
2: he didn't shoot the ball against the the Suns in the whole second half. That was,
1: that was, was, that was Kobe being a dick that day. And you know that. That it's was Kobe. It was unacceptable. It was, and I killed, that was the so one time, that was the Kobe one That was say. the one time in my Kobe fandom that I killed Kobe. I was like, yo, that's some okay. bullshit. That was some bullshit. That was some bullshit. He did that to prove a point and you know it. You know he did that shit to prove a point. He was yes. like, he was like, he was like, he was tired of getting criticized about it. So he was like, all right, watch, watch how well we do when I don't take a shot because like it it made no sense. It really made no sense. And Kobe like had had any other player done, done something similar? I don't think I think it would have made more sense, but Kobe 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 knows better. Like there was no way in hell that they were going to win that game on the road in game 7 coming off a crushing defeat in game 6. Like there was no other way you were going to win that game unless unless Kobe went off.
2: I don't know. We've, we've we've been packed up in pretty legendary fashion during the Kobe. Fan
1: the the even, the, the, the,
2: the, the twenty eleven against the Mavericks. <clears throat> another pack up. We we've, we've been packed up badly in
1: the Kobe year. But but the, but here's a, here's the thing. Here's the difference. It's it's a difference between like you just one team just being flat out better than the other. Like the Mavericks, they just were better than we were. That 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 on, on and for that four game stretch and for that postseason, they were better than we were can't can't debate it can't argue it can't you know they they blew us out four straight games it just wasn't even it wasn't competitive i don't think you could put that on kobe and say well kobe just didn't play well i think if you look at the numbers if you look at the stats kobe played well enough but nobody else really did anything and the mavericks were just they were the, they were the team of destiny that year they just they just god wanted dirk to win a championship that year you know what i'm saying in 0-4 against the Pistons, that was more about Malone fucking Vanessa or trying to fuck Vanessa and Kobe. Kobe having one foot out the door, Phil having one foot out the door. Shaq. But they got
2: to the finals.
1: True. Didn't decide to not play well. True. The only ones that you could really compare to the Harden levels is Game Six against Boston. That was a bad look. And 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 Game Seven against Phoenix. That was that to me was the worst. That was that was the one moment that you could say, yeah, Kobe. That was a bad look for Kobe. That was a bad. That that was unacceptable. The other ones, it's like it happens, and and I know what people are gonna say. Oh, what about the air balls against uh, against Utah? Nigga, when he was nineteen, pimples on his face yeah, still. Nah, like, come on, you I can't. You You can't even count that. Even, but, even but count this that. Is
2: my point though, I'm always a proponent of take the shot. I don't care if he misses it. If you're willing to shoot the ball when it gets in your hand, I'm never gonna kill it That's just me.
1: Agree, agreed, agreed. So let's let's run through these awards real quick before we get okay. out of here. Um, who's your MVP? If first, if the, if the season ended today, who's your MVP?
2: Uh, it's tough. It, it, Giannis, I took the was cool having uh, a a really good first half, but I, you know, gotta go hard. It.
1: Of course you do. Uh, who's your defense? Uh, yeah, I, I, I
2: think considered? Is, is he not MVP?
1: Yeah, cause that team would probably be nowhere. But I mean, it's what, it's what you would categorize as the MVP is the best player on the best team.
0: Yeah, hatred.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I'm just asking. Can I not, can, can you let me answer the question, ask the question first before you try to tell me I'm a hater? I, I think it depends on what you categorize as the MVP. Is it the best player on the best team or is it the most important player? Is it just the flat-out best player in the league, regardless of, of team? Because there's a lot of sports that have, like in baseball, guys win guys win MVP on seventy nine and and eighty three teams. It's just it's just are you the best player in the sport for that given year? So if we're talking about that, then I said James Harden. You know, if we're talking about the best I, I know, player on I'm not the a b- fan of, of best player on best team, because I felt like Kobe got jerked in 06 doing
2: that nonsense. Facts. So no. I'm not, I'm not for that. I don't, I don't like when they changed those rules and did all of that BS. Cause there was plenty of guys who were on like 50 win teams or 48 win teams that might have got MVP in the past because they killed and they were the reason that team won the 50 or the 48 wins.
1: I think the only way that you can throw that out the window is like, for instance, Steve Nash, like how are you going to give Steve Nash who averaged 19 points a game the MVP over a guy who's averaging 35.2? Like that, at that point, like, okay, like this is just, this is just fraudulent at best. Like, you know, now, like, if Steve Nash was averaging 29 or 26 and 18 assists a game, like, okay, then, yeah, that's a valid argument. But when, mm-hmm. when you're averaging 16, 16.6 a game and seven assists, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know about that one, Chief. But You know, but but Giannis, if, look, I, I think they can't go wrong with James Harden, obviously. I, I think if you give it to if James. If
2: you told me that Atsutokounmpo was going to win the MVP, I wouldn't even argue you all for that. Yeah. There's no wrong answer in that regard.
1: Yeah. I think, I think, I think right now, I think it's between Giannis, um, James Harden, and guess Kawhi.
2: Would you give Curry some love this year or no?
1: I would. Um, I would, but how much of that? See, I think guys start to cancel each other out because then how much, how much you give Kawhi, how much do you give Curry, how much do you give uh, KD? Same thing with Paul George. It's hard to give Paul George MVP love because he's got Westbrook sitting there. So it's just kind of like eh, that's the problem. With, that's the problem with having these these multiple All Stars on teams. Sometimes it's like okay, well, who? And and it's not like well one is so you know in, in the case of Paul George, he's having a way better statistical season than than Russell Westbrook is, but not by much. So it's, it's hard to say like, you know, he's clearly the MVP. That team would be nowhere without him. I mean, you can make that argument, but we, you know. It's,
2: you know what? The best part of this is that we, we're not talking about LeBron James. How about
1: that? I um, mean, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, now I think, you know, people forget now we bashed him to get to his credit, to his credit before he got hurt. We were the third seed of the West. Now, had 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 he not gotten hurt, had had the Lakers continued on that run or that ascension, um, then I think he'd definitely be in the conversation.
2: Well, again, let's be clear. I interested Lebron James it has <laughs> nothing to do with basketball. He's great.
1: It's the backroom. It's the it's the backroom negotiator, the backroom yeah. dealer, the the stab you in the back just to get ahead, LeBron. You're
2: job. doing you're doing special handshakes with, with with players that you were in the in a front office meeting, telling you, you need to get them up out of here to get one player. Yeah, that's the issue.
1: And and the problem with LeBron and just and not to beat that into a dead horse, but the problem with LeBron is it's hard. That's the problem with the NBA now is that he basically has a sports agency. Like he he owns Clutch Sports. I know Rich Paul's the guy, but it's 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 LeBron's agency. Exactly. It's hard. It's hard to. It's it's hard to not call collusion when it's like, or 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 tampering when your best player, your figurehead, who's mm-hmm. a player, is also part of one of the most powerful sports agency in the league. Like,
2: I think that's a product of the new era mm-hmm. uh, of, of with, with Adam Silver. I just feel like they would have been. It would have been a different energy with with Commissioner start
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. Uh, real quick, Rookie of the Year, got to be Luca, right?
2: <laughs> Definitely Luca. Um, as I feel like the, the Mavericks have kind of come down to earth as far as wins and losses are concerned.
1: But it wasn't about that this year. It was about that team you know, is still that team is still. I feel
2: like Trey Young is, is getting an unfair shake because he's cooking out in Atlanta.
1: Yeah, he's playing well. He's actually playing better than I actually thought he would. So it, yeah. big ups to him. So right now it looks like a fair deal for both teams. Um, I think long term though, I think you could you could bet on Luka more than I think Trey. But. I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see. Let's see these guys do it again no, for, it's, it's, for. Luka Doncic is getting the
2: MVP. I mean, that's
1: the MVP, the Rookie of the Year. That's decided. It is what it is. Yeah, Luca's Lucas the the Rookie of the Year. Uh, defensive Player of the Year. Lonzo or I, I
2: can't <laughs> call it. I
1: don't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this one's always this was always tricky because it's like, how do you really? I mean, we're not watching every single game of every single scene to yeah, see who's I defensive think it's player of the year. My
2: man out in Utah, but I'm I'm team Lonzo. When Lonzo healthy. I had him first team all defense, and if you call me in a good day, I'd say d But it's probably
1: going to be Gobert. Yeah, I mean, if you gave me, I mean, it could be Draymond, it could be Gobert, it could be, you know, Kawhi. You could give, yeah. you could give it to a bunch of guys, honestly. So, uh, comeback player of the year, or most improved player. They don't have comeback. Most improved player of the year. Most improved
2: is looking like D'Angelo Russell. Yeah,
1: yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah D'Angelo. What you got? Probably D'Angelo or Levine.
2: I feel like because of the playoff implications of Brooklyn. Yeah,
1: D'Angelo. Yeah, D'Angelo. Yeah, absolutely. Coach of the Year?
2: Um, this is a tough one. Coach of the Year.
1: Luke Walton. Luke Walton having to deal with all that shit. Right. I'm
2: thinking I'm thinking Budenholzer or the Nets coach's name is escaping me right
1: now. Uh Kenny uh, Kenny Atkinson. Kenny
2: Atkinson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those Uh. two
2: guys are top two for me.
1: Um, yeah, I I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Nick Nurse, I guess you could throw some love for Nick Nurse, but I, th- I think definitely, I think Bootenholzer's gonna win it. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, you can't go re- I mean, honestly, they should have a tie. I mean, should give it to Bootenholzer and Atkinson, but if you had to pick one, just cause of the record and what they've done, <laughs> I would say Bootenholzer. All right, man, I think that's, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, I, I'm sure we'll get together. I, I, at, at the end of the season, and talk some more. Um, Girl, I got you, I got to show up on I got to show up on the gray area. One, one of I'm, these I'm, days, I'm
2: sorting out my my, sum, my spring and my summer schedule right now because I'm I, I'm really meticulous. Like I kind of plan ahead. Facts. Like I, unless something happens that I feel like that I need to like stick things up, I usually know who's coming on when.
1: Yeah, that's so, that's a that's a good way to that's a good way to having it. Um,
2: so I, I'm figuring some things out. I got my my March lineup. I might need you real soon. I'm, I'm still sorting it out. I'm doing a Lakers episode, a Laker centric deal, pre- real, really soon. So I might need you for that. I'm just trying to figure it out, the little details out as we speak. But you might be here soon, but you're definitely going to be on for the playoffs. All
1: right, man. So before we go, uh, just go ahead and pl- plug your podcast and everything that you got going on, man.
2: Um, I, I, as you've mentioned many times, and I appreciate you for that, the gray area. But anywhere you can find podcasts, the gray area is there. But, you know... Uh, we I have a new deal now. It's called the Rap Roundtable. It's it's not necessarily my show. It's it's my show along with three of my other bros. We month once a month we're going to be discussing the things in and around the culture. You're going to find those primarily on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, um, Instagram. Marlo Podfield, Twitter, Chet underscore Harrah. Two shows, high quality. Keep on the lookout for them.
1: No doubt, no doubt, man. Hey, once again, thank you for joining me on the show today, man. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. And uh I will definitely, definitely be on the gray area when you call me. Uh, and I'll definitely be on the rap round table because we got some discussions to have as well. Oh yeah, friend.
2: oh yeah. We what we doing with that is we just we establishing the core four. So that you know, once we establish that
1: and everyone has their roles locked in, then we can start letting the guests come on. Absolutely, and they can, they can get in where they fit in. Absolutely, all right, man. Thank you for joining me again this again on the podcast this week, bro. And uh, we'll definitely have you on again sometime uh, in the the coming weeks for sure. No well doubt, man. Hi, right, bro. bro. Hi, right, man. Shout out to Ray for joining me this week on the podcast. If you haven't done so already, please check out his podcast, The Gray Area Podcast. It's available anywhere where you can find podcasts. Also, check out his new venture, The Rat Roundtable. They're one episode in, so they need all the support they can get. So make sure you check those podcasts out. As for me, I am Audi. But um, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting the show. Um, I always say this without... You guys, the listeners, there is no podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting the show week in and week out. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, at AGSPod, on Instagram, at AGSPodcast, on Facebook, any given Sunday. Also, follow me on Twitter, at Brown on Instagram, at brown and of course, on Snapchat, MannyBro15. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the all-star game tonight. Hopefully you're not too bored by 200 to 180, <laughs> which will probably be the final score. Uh, but yeah, man, hope you. hopefully you guys have a happy, safe, blessed rest of your week, and we'll catch you next week on the podcast. Peace.